Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to Tuesday. How goes it, Klein Alley Show? Back in your ear holes where we belong. Nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Alley. Morning. Good morning. Wearing her stereotypical lesbian flannel today. I just thought I'd dress on brand. I haven't worn my just, you know, standard flannel in a while. Feels like you do almost every day. No, I don't. I've been I've been really cutting back on the flannel. If you haven't noticed, I like it. Omar thanks. Sits, Omar sits in a different studio, so he thinks oftentimes when I say that I'm just I'm just making up an outfit that I think would be you'd be funny in, and then he sees you and goes, "Oh, that's really what yeah. she's yeah. wearing." We nice. all have our yeah. uniforms. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Ali, that uh, you know yesterday. You know, like Klein said, I'm in a separate room, and yesterday on social media, I saw Klein's funny uh, hat that he was wearing. I know his little and beanie. You yeah, and you didn't bring that up. And I don't have a problem with the beanie. The The thing that really is uh, strange to me is the little patch the of little hair tuft. he decides, yes. You know what? Like, what? That, you know, I didn't want to say anything because I just, I don't know. I felt like you were. I'm going to defend it. <laughs> he was trying, huh? I'm, I'm yeah. Gonna, he was like trying. I, I mean, the first thing I wanted trying. to say was that, and then we ended up. 40, talking about other stuff. 40 degrees right. when I got in the car, so I put on a, a winter hat like I was going skiing. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason I put a little hair out there is really just an F you to mugs. Oh, just, oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, all for that. Yeah, then. it's just my way of letting mugs know good, 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 uh, I got good. a lot of uh, oh, hair on this. Up on that. Yeah, I think he did. I, think I, he <laughs> I guess I thought it was like the equivalent of a landing strip for a lady. Yeah. Letting all the guys uh, know. I'm I don't like, want to be totally yeah. open for business. <laughs> it's I like mean, uh, you look like you belong in some sort of weird old person boy band. Great. I'm interested. <laughs> that's, that's my goal in life, Kevin dude. better line of you. So we got a uh, decent show, believe it or not, planned for you today. Minus yeah, what we, we just do. got Welcome into. Welcome to the Chocolate Factory. That's what we say. The start of every show. We'll hell yeah. We'll we are the Chocolate Factory, baby. We'll explain what the hell that means coming up a little bit later this morning. Will very, we ever. Very strange uh, Well, we have, we have Mugs and Vanessa. You know, they're pooping their pants. We are the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Welcome are. to the Chocolate Factory. We got a very strange text from uh, one of our bosses here that includes that message and we'll get into that a little bit later this morning. We will also get you tickets to the sold out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Exclusive Christmas. The song you're listening for is uh, from Bacar. Bacar, I believe, is opening up that show. I Maybe? I no, no, really... no. The Beaches. Oh, The Beaches? I believe. Opening? Well, regardless. How do you guys know the lineup already? I, I thought it was in order. I don't know. the. Or I just assume it's they're going in the order of the flyer. Yeah, Maybe no, I, no, I don't think so. It's either. alphabetical. Oh, that's how they're doing it? Okay. Really? It's a weird way. That's a oh, weird I'm way. right. The Beaches Johnny is going to start right. the show, and then, who knows, maybe Rip Bacar. Nasty goes up there for a little set. I don't know. It's going to be wild. Anyway, we got a big show planned. We'll get you into that. Listen for Bacar later this morning. It'll happen at some point in the next two hours. We will get you into the uh, Almost Acoustic Christmas. 
Got old people's secrets to get to later today. And uh, we'll continue to mock each other for the next four hours. Woo-hoo! Your enjoyment. K-Rock. Chargers get themselves the win last night. Some Monday Night Football. But it's against the Jets, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, it's pitiful. What a sad, boring game. It, it really uh, but, was. But we got some more gay highlights, so we will give you the uh, gay highlights of football update, uh, for the including the Monday night gay plays that took place. We'll get into that later this morning. We have for you coming up on the show today. Anytime you've received a inappropriate or very strange text message from a boss, we will share with you the one we got. And I Welcome you, to the Chocolate Factory! That's part of it. No context, by the way. We'll get to that. Uh, old people's secrets coming up, as we mentioned. We'll get there to was the... a damn included, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there was a message. Damn. Oh, Omar, don't give away the whole story now. Oh, okay. I'm teasing right. later in the Omar's show. Omar's excited. Omar can't wait. Dude, this is like the best thing ever. We're like, what the heck? <laughs> what are you doing, boss? <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll get to that uh, coming up later in the show. We've got some clickbait to get to. Omar is another batch of wedding trends. This man goes to more weddings than anyone because yeah. he is a professional wedding DJ. If you don't believe me, go to DJOmarCon.com, but... You can uh, get this guy to go to events, but he also yeah. brings us trends he sees that are good and ones you should avoid if you are planning an upcoming wedding. You'll I saw that. one this weekend. Uh, it was spectacular. Yeah, you guys are going to want to Spectacular good or bad? Uh, spectacular bad. Yeah, oh, don't okay. do this at your wedding. All right. You know. People, everyone tries to reinvent the wheel. Everyone says, I don't want to just have one of those cookie-cutter weddings, so I got to no. do something a little bit different, and then they kind of do a pick. And this is what you do when you get engaged. You know you're going to get married. You kind of go to all these other weddings. You're like, I want to do that thing. I want to do that thing. And you kind of think by picking and choosing all these things from things you saw or on Pinterest or whatever, that then mm-hmm. you're going to have your little special day, and it's going to be just exactly how you wanted it. It's going to be unique. But for the average wedding guest, and that's who I am, Johnny Average, I sit there in the seat. I eat the food. I don't dance. If you show up. If I sh- Oh, God damn it, Allie. I'll never hear the end of it. I missed Allie's wedding. I missed Allie's wedding. She bought me a steak. I never ate it. On a typical it. wedding, you do what? Sorry, I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the ones I go to. What would it have been like? Didn't I say I, I regret with the... with? Uh, did I say I'm no, going? No, you said I'm going to be there. We, right. there was a, there's a plate of steak right there right, with the God name Kevin it. Klein on five it. Five years ago. I missed your wedding five effing years ago. That's well, why I celebrate. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> they gather around, they leave a piece of steak out on the front step. Yes. Well, anyway, for the weddings I've gone to, it's the only wedding I've ever missed, by the way, yours. I go to all the other ones. Love it. Cool. Uh, Omar will tell us what things you should do, what things you should avoid. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up. And um, I can't wait for this, but the return... Welcome to the chocolate factory! <laughs> not that. That I'm excited about, but that's okay. not the thing I can't wait for. We will get into uh, a, um, what do we got for you? Oh, Netflix or Netflix is back. A new month, new shows on Netflix. They're into the holiday stuff already. Some of them uh, seem... Is there one called... Welcome to the chocolate factory! That's all this We should just get to it early. To... <laughs> Cancel the rest of the show so we can get to that story. Uh... That's all coming up. If you need us, we're here for you on the text line, uh, 800-520-1067. We're also going to unload GOAT for any of the comments, criticisms, critiques, or questions on the GOAT line. We'll get to all of those coming up at some point this morning here at K-Rock. By the way, I think more people are going to be not flexing in general because of this price hike. Did you hear about that? I heard they're raising it again. Now, I, if I'm not crazy, I felt like they just uh, raised They just it. raised them. We I just, think they did. We yeah, just talked about right. it, I want to say, in September that net, the prices were going up. Recent, but it, it was, was recent. Because uh, someone, Omar somehow, and I, I talked to someone else, by the way, that they're still grandfathered into the original Netflix plan. Their price has well, never <laughs> gone up, not even once. Hey. 
It did go up. Uh, I don't know when it got, it got. It used to be seven bucks, but now it's like ten dollars or, or just below ten dollars, something like that. And but that's like the basic, basic the one. The basic, yeah. It's not even HD quality. Right, Omar gets one TV. Oh my god, you don't even get HD. And he gets one TV yeah. only. If he tries to watch Netflix on two TVs, it shit. The whole thing shuts down on. That's true. He gets yeah. one TV. But yeah. do you, you not get subtitles? What else do you not get? No, you, you get the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, yeah. only in Russia. Only in Russia. Hey, Greg. Uh, that's what I read all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you're on uh, K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning, Klein. How are you? Doing fine. What can we do for you? I need a job. I, why don't you guys hire me every morning? I'm like, good morning. It's Tuesday, and it's time for the Klein and Alley show. I mean, I'm your announcer already from my bed here. What uh, what would be the price? Like, what would be a what do you think is a fair salary for you to uh, one, once uh, a day for four seconds? Tell us what day of the week it is. For twenty dollars. For the year? No, no. For each time, bro. Come on. Each time? That seems like a huge that's salary. A, yeah, that's a large... I'll do it for five. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, You've been good. replaced by Jake. No. Greg, will you, you do you it for $4? Provide... Greg, will you do it for four? Yes. Jake? <laughs> I'll do it for 375 <laughs> All right, we're down to 375 You guys have similar voices. Jake, let me hear you announce today's show. Welcome to Tuesday. It's the Klein Alley Show. Greg, Jake is in for three seventy-five. Can you uh, undercut Jake? Heck yeah! Ready? Good morning. It's Tuesday, and it's time for the Klein and Alley Show. Would you do it for three fifty, pantyhose, Greg? Yes, in my pantyhose. Jake, will you wear pantyhose <laughs> while you do it? I'll wear pantyhose and pasties for three twenty-five final offer. Wow! Jake will introduce our show for three twenty-five a day. Greg, I think that's best and final. Am I right here? No, I'm going down to three. I want the job, bro. I'm not doing. But anything. Greg doesn't have sweet knockers. That's, that's true. Good point. Shake it, shake it. Yeah, Jake's yeah. got knockers. Jake, will you wear a bra and do it for two seventy-five? You better believe it. <laughs> right. I like to imagine this is how the SAG after negotiations are going. I agree. <laughs> Beautiful. If you drink enough booze, let's find out if Allie knows the news. Beautifully done. Thank you for the DIY theme songs. Well, Allie knows the news action. You can always leave your messages, songs, etc. on the GOAT line, 844-956-GOAT. $100 of Allie's money up for grabs every morning around this time, proving that any day can become a payday right here on K-Rock. We say hi to Tom and Downey. Tom, how goes Hello. it? Yeah, it's going great. Thank you. Uh, I'd love to pay you $100 of Allie's money. She would hate to pay you $100 of her money. She does bring us the news every hour on the show with the ADD News. But does she remember anything? Does she know what's actually going on in the world? She should have the advantage because she spends most of her day. What percentage of your day, Allie, would you say you spend just reading the news, updating yourself on what's going on? Or as you like to say, reading when you're actually listening to the news? Um, I mean, I would say I spend a good 40 to 50% of my day looking at what's going on in the world. Half of her day, so already she should win this, but she has paid thousands of dollars to people just like you. She's going to leave the uh, studio, sequester herself in a closet, okay. ironically, and your five questions will begin as soon as she's out. Answer them quickly, answer them confidently, and answer them accurately, and hopefully we pay you $100 after these five questions, which start right now. Allie knows the news. Monday night football action. One of your SoCal teams battling a team from New York. But who won the game? Uh, the Chargers. Question number two. Uh, this group on strike is reviewing a, quote, last and final offer as we speak. It's Green Actors Guild. Question number three. This community workspace has officially filed for bankruptcy. 
Community workspace. Uh, I don't know. Greenview. Question number four. Las Vegas Strip Club is offering free lap dances for who this upcoming weekend? Um, Kamala Harris. And finally, this hit FX Hulu show has officially been picked up for a third season. I am hungry. Ooh, um, Hulu show about food. Um, Time is... Uh, the, the diet show with Drew Barry more up. on up. Time is up. Let's bring Allie back in. We'll score it together. Say nothing until we give you the official results. Tom is uh, here to battle Ali. If you're listening and you go, man, I know these answers. I could win $100. Well, tomorrow you'll have a shot right around this time. Here at K-Rock, here we go. Hi. Hi. Last night, football game. SoCal team battled the team from New York. Uh, but who was victorious at the end of the game? Oh, the Chargers. Chargers, he got that as well. Tied up 1-1. Go to question number two. This group on strike is currently reviewing a, quote, last and final offer. Uh, this group? This group on strike. SAG-AFTRA. SAG-AFTRA. He said SAG. I'll give him the point on that as well. Tied up. We go to question number three. It's tied up 2-2. This community workspace has officially filed for bankruptcy. Oh, uh, WeWork. WeWork is correct. He did not get that one. Ali goes up by one. Now she's up 3-2 with two left. A Las Vegas strip club is offering free lap dances for who this weekend? Hmm. SAG after members. It's Veterans Day weekend. Ah. Uh, veterans of the uh, U.S. military will be getting themselves free lap dances. And I believe the Crazy Horse 3, if I read that article correctly. And we go to this final question. Allie's only up one. This hit FX Hulu show has been officially renewed for a third season. Man, I'm hungry. Oh, the bear. The bear. That's correct. Tom. You started strong, and then it all kind of fell apart for you. Allie's going to put her $100 back into her fanny pack. And what must you shamefully admit over the airways of K-Rock? Go ahead. I'm Tom from Downey, and Allie knows the news. Woo! Tomorrow, around this time, you'll have a shot at it. Looking at everyone on the text line going, easy round today. Everyone get, likes to text in their scores. Oh, stop it. Then you Four play. Four out of five. I beat Allie. Pay the people. Well, tomorrow you'll have another shot. Very embarrassing thing happened to me over the weekend. I'm rather ashamed about it, and I'll share it with you next. Judge me after this, K-Rock. Thanks, Blank. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Let's find out what's going on in the world, and then we are about an hour away from getting you into the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Garbage, Cannons. I guess I don't have to really tell you the lineup since you can't buy tickets anyway, but you can win them from us. We'll do it throughout the day. The first song you're listening for is from Bacar. It's called Hell and Back. It'll be happening right around 8 o'clock this morning, and then after that song plays, we'll tell you what song you'll be listening for next on K-Rock. That is all upcoming this morning, but first... Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. Okay, so it's been 117 days. Actors are not acting. They're not promoting their acting. They were forbidden from wearing certain Halloween costumes about their acting. Forbidden? They were forbidden. I got an email. A lot of people got emails. There's so many emails about this. Then the studios gave... SAG-AFTRA, what they called their best and final offer. The negotiating committee deliberated for days and days and days.
They finally have come back to the table and given them their answer, and it is a big, fat no. And if this is the studio's best and final offer, theoretically, we just won't have a deal and there will be no more actors. And who knows how much longer this is going to drag on, but one thing we do know is that Netflix is already raising their prices, and you can bet that all the others are going to follow suit to make up for the cost when eventually there is a deal. And you will rest assured that we will single-handedly pay for the raises of all the studio actors. But Netflix claimed in their email, so many emails, that this price hike is meant to deliver even more value for your membership with stories that lift you up, move you, or simply make your day a little better. I think the most important thing here is that phrase best and final should be used in more situations in the real world. I mean, best and final sounds so scary. They've said it to me here before. I've had to, I have a terrible situation here at K-Rock and I've <laughs> had very for many years now, but at one point I was ready to I missed actually about two weeks of working here because they came to me with just a terribly insulting pay cut, the whole thing. And they said best and final. And I said, all right, peace out. Good luck. I'm out of here. And then the guy called me, the boss, the guy who's back now, the one we like, called me and he said, "Let's. I'm going to take you out for a hamburger. Let's talk about it. And I said in my head. Deal. I said, I said, if I get a hamburger. It wasn't even a cheeseburger? It was a cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Doubled up, actually. Okay. It was right across the street. Okay. Double cheese. They didn't even take you out. And bacon. <laughs> I said, how much can I add to the value of this burger to make it feel like I got the Avocado? win? Can I put a lobster roll on this burger? I put as much Ooh. stuff. I, this thing was so high, it tipped over <laughs> like Django when they brought it to the table. And I just kept thinking, all right, I got to work in all the additional money yeah. I want into this one hamburger. And you're chewing and messing yourself. And, and he's and, like, you're a valuable part of this team. And I said to myself. <laughs> Yeah, they said best and final, but they're the suckers now. Ah, who's yeah, eating a $27 hamburger. Who ordered a basket of fries <laughs> on the side just for himself? <laughs> this guy. And then you said, yeah, sure, I'll come back. Uh, yeah, well, my <laughs> mouth was full, so I said, uh -huh. <laughs> And they said, is that a yes? Mm -hmm. See, that's all the studios need to do. That's it. Just take the SAG after negotiating committee out for a good burger, yeah. and all of this will be solved. Um, all yeah, right. My deal here is crap plus a burger. That's like, and, and now they know that I'm so easily uh, winnable. Would they just throw in some additional food that they're going to use it against me? I know it. Yeah. Well, they, they say that the main hang-up is the AI stuff. And that's, I think, something that the studio does not really want to give any kind of leeway on because they want to be able to use AI for, you know, it's a cost-effective thing, right? If you have, like, Halle Berry in a movie and you just have her in a few scenes, and then you can use her AI version for a bunch of other scenes, it saves them a lot of money, but actors don't want that, obviously. All right, anytime you drive through the Hollywood area, you're probably going to get stuck behind one of those beautiful, giant red double-decker tour buses. Um, and they're probably on their way to see Marilyn Monroe's house or whatever. But if you are a celebrity, you probably just want to drive by with your tinted windows. But if you're The Rock, you do this. Find The Rock. <laughs> How you guys doing? Did he take you to my house yet? No, okay, leave it that way. Cool. So he's done this a number of times. The last time he did this was in September, but he's been doing this for a few years yeah. now. And Super cool of him. It's very cool of him, but I'm also like, are you like following these things now? Well, no, listen. I'm sure he's just uh, he's driving in the same route. He probably lives somewhere near Hollywood or wherever these things are driving by. Oh, by they the probably way, are Ali, driving to uh, his house. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you once uh, go out of your way to say hi to these people and they were like, who the hell are you? No, that's not true. The only thing that I said about these tour buses was that 
you feel cool if you actually live in LA and you're near those tour buses because they're looking for celebrities and they're looking at everybody in their little cars and they're like, wow, these people are so Allie cool. Allie just keeps parking oh. and getting out next to the buses and <laughs> posing and waiting for yeah. them to be like, uh, I'm like, God, they probably think I'm so cool I live yeah. in LA. Allie thinks that, but, they, but she, I'm like, whatever. She doesn't realize they're all trying to look over her five head to see who's who else is there. But... You know, they probably think I'm some other lame celebrity. I do think that for the most part, all these tourists that come here and hop on those buses, and those things are packed. I, they, they, always Every packed. day I drive by a ton of them, and they're always packed. It seems like they're all, when they don't get that moment where, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or some other celebrity just like pulls up next to them, yeah. then they feel like the whole thing was a waste of time it's, and money. It's, it's kind like of me and the whale watching. Exactly. Right. That's what I was going to say, Omar. And Omar. they feel like they're wa- they're whale watching and they yep. need to see some kind of a star. Otherwise, they don't get their money's worth, but you can't guarantee that you're going to see a star. Mm-hmm. But then there are people like The Rock who screw up the average, kind of. So Maybe you- The Rock is, uh, you know, getting a kickback from the driver. All yeah, right. Could be. Probably helps them sell you know? a lot more tours. By yeah. the way, the tour that saw Ali thought that they were on the whale watching tour. <laughs> <laughs> they said, look at this. We saw a whale. Like, Hello. This is amazing. They threw fish out. She loved it. <laughs> a few weeks ago, you may remember that whole crash and grab story that happened on the 10 a couple weeks ago. There was this car that was intentionally rammed by another car. Then when they pulled over to like swap insurance, the first car that rammed them robbed the, the guy. And now the CHP has released some new details about that because I think a lot of people assumed that it was a random, you know, that it was like, I'm just going to crash into somebody and then rob them. But apparently, according to the CHP, this was a targeted attack and that the victim was a jewelry dealer who was visiting from Hong Kong. So he likely had a car full of precious jewels. But inside job then. I mean, someone must have known something. Totally. That's just like a movie. Yeah, like yeah. how do you know about that? Right, how do you know you that tip-off. guy has that, you know, that type of car with that type of stuff in it? And The it, Grand Theft Auto mission. But I think that makes other just random civilians like us feel a little better. I don't it doesn't to, feel like just random people are going to crash into us and rob us. I don't go to downtown LA very often, but like when you walk around that area, the, whatever, the Diamond District jewelry, you do see a lot of people that are moving around with like briefcases in hand. And I got to oh, imagine yeah. if you're holding a briefcase in the year 2023... There's You're, only bad stuff in it. I mean, it's, it's valuable stuff. It's all. It seems like that's the place. That's the way to it's move drugs, drugs cash, money, or, or, yeah, or jewels, or jewels and baubles. Like it seems stupid that they what if they're going to be smart, move your diamonds around in a uh, Vons plastic shopping bag. No one will look twice. In <laughs> fact, get one of those shopping carts that you Go steal. Stater Brothers, baby, and, and put a bunch <laughs> of bags hanging off the side of it, like one of those uh, poorly designed rafts. Yeah. Push that around. You could push. Billions of dollars of diamonds through the streets. No one even looked twice. But as soon as you get one of those briefcases, everyone's like, that thing's got something valuable Shopping in it. Shopping cart with a bunch of recyclables in it, like you're collecting recycling. That's, you just keep, you can roll through town. No one even <laughs> looking twice at you. We kick off a brand new hour of the show next. And when we do, oh, it's going to get good. After Weezer, we unload GOAT together next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. On a Tuesday morning, welcome back to it. This hour, lots for you. We unload GOAT together. If you've left any messages on the GOAT line, 844-956-GOAT. Some of them complaints. A lot of them confusion. Some new listeners that don't even know what they're calling. We'll unload GOAT together in a moment. Then um, we got a very strange, mysterious text from the biggest of the big bosses here. Allie and I can't quite figure out what it means. We think it may... I think it may have been an accidental text. And I think Omar hopes it wasn't. So we'll break that down a little bit later in the hour as well and talk to you about times that you've received a text message you shouldn't have told the story earlier about uh, sending the uh, This Party Sucks to the group of people that were at the party, including the people that were throwing the party. That's a mistake on my... That's on me. I would imagine... Uh, all of us, once a week, probably send a text. We don't mean to go to the person we send it to, especially when you've got the group text followed by the side group, right. followed by the side thread, and then mm-hmm. it's hard to keep track of it anymore. Eventually, I think any we've all done something where we go, that was that went to the wrong people. So we're doing a- accidental texts. Accidental, or you know, when you receive your uh, something you shouldn't have received, especially from the boss, because those oh, like ones. Like Omar's D-pick from the plumber or whatever. That was that was a uh, concrete guy, not a plumber. That was a guy that was yeah. doing Omar's driveways, and he accidentally sent Omar a giant nude that Omar then felt the need to share with the rest of us, which was very generous of Omar. He yeah. had a job because he was so, you know... Um, and Omar hired uh, him. I got to be careful here. <laughs> Omar. <laughs> the, 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 Good with making things hard. This, says, yeah. this is there the most go. amazing part of this whole story, is that Omar was texting back and forth with a guy that he was maybe going to hire to yeah. do his to, to do his driveway. Uh-huh. And the concrete guy. And the guy accidentally sent Omar a fully aroused <laughs> D-pick. And Omar said, I'm hiring this guy. This guy's the guy for me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> most people would have said, thank you, I found someone else for the job. And Omar said, uh-huh. no one else would need apply. This is my concrete <laughs> yeah. guy. It takes balls to show a D like that. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. So we'll get to that later this hour. Uh, if you need us, we're here for you. 800-520-1067. Remember, you're listening for Bacar Helen Back. It is an artist that will be on stage at the 32nd Annual Sold Out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Also, your ticket in to that sold out show. It'll be happening within one hour of right now here at K-Rock. Um, you know, 626 said every time I see one of those buses in my work trunk, uh, my work truck, I honk my horn really loud and yell, Welcome to California, MFers. That's very generous. And I think that's really nice. Yeah, if you're uh, in one of them tourist buses, I don't know why they don't put our show on. It's because they always give the 
that's always they always drive around and give the information. They say like, oh, that gas pump on the left, that's where Britney Spears went crazy. And then someone <laughs> raises their hand and goes, which time she went crazy? And then right. they're like, well, keep driving. <laughs> this is gonna be a long tour. Yeah. Uh, we unload go together after Foo Fighters here, K Rock. It's K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you at eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. A lot of people already on the phone that would like to share with us. Times they received accidental texts or emails from their boss that they were not supposed to see. We uh, can't wait to share share with you what we got. Try to hope maybe we'll figure it out together. That's coming up shortly, 800-520-1067, to join the show. Once a week, though, we go through all the messages that have been left on the GOAT line. And uh, if you've left a message with the there for you, 24-7, 365, the number is, uh, what's the number, 844-956-GOAT. We take some time every week to unload GOAT together. Hi, GOAT line. So I was listening to the podcast today, and you guys were all talking about how you wanted to ditch your family for Thanksgiving and Allie said it was the best time she's ever had in her whole life. And Omar said, yeah, I was talking to my wife about going up to the cabin. And then he changed it. He backtracked and said, a cabin. So how rich is Omar? That's a great question. How many question. cabins do you have, Omar? This is like, it, it, you, I did hear that yesterday. I just thought you were stuttering because you stutter sometimes. Yeah, it, I was but, stuttering. I was this, being a stuttering fool. This <laughs> woman. <laughs> this, I don't have a cabin. I think, I'm going to crash and grab you, dude. I think you may have a cabin, Omar. The way you <laughs> said it was the way that rich people say things like, I'm going to summer in the Hamptons. Like You said, like, I was thinking about going to the cabin. I was thinking of going I to one of my properties. Yeah, you <laughs> said. Listen to what this woman's right, though. Just wondering how many cabins and properties does this guy have? Goodbye. Listen, that's a fair question she asked, and we would like an honest answer. Do you own a cabin? I do not own a cabin. How at many? All. How many properties do you own? Um, two rentals, and then uh, one the, the one I live in. That's three, so that's three. Mm-hmm. You own three properties. Mm-hmm. You're a billionaire. <laughs> I am not a billionaire at you're, all. You're well, only- you own two buildings, right? Uh, you're a building heir. Well, what's that? You're a building heir. I'm a billionaire. There you go. It's a terrible joke. Wow, Jake. that was, that Turn, was I'm so turning, bad. I'm turning Jake's mic off for the rest of the show. Today. Nope. I want to take money away from Jake. Oh, God, that's soft. Good luck. Uh, next message. <laughs> Unload Go Together. Hey there, this is uh, Luke Robitaille, uh, Jiminy Cricket guy. Hey, Luke Robitaille, uh, the former guest of the show last week of the L.A. Kings. I can't believe he's calling the goat line, Allie. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. The great I can't Luke believe Robitaille. all the other numbers. Hey there, this is uh, Luke Robitaille, uh, Jiminy Cricket got me some tickets to this comedy show, and uh, I don't know about this Jake the Turd. Thank you, Luke. Yeah, Jake, uh, we listened to that yesterday. If you missed it, check out the podcast. Jake did a uh, full stand-up set, first time on stage in over two years, and you could tell. Because actually, this message is for you. You got a wonky cervix. What a nice message Ooh. about Allie, a song about her wonky cervix. She did learn when she went to uh, see if she could get pregnant for a second time that her cervix is, quote, wonky. That was when they were doing the insemination. They couldn't find my cervix because it was so wonky. How many people did they bring in the room to look at you? There were two ladies, two attractive ladies, I might add, looking in there. Mm, and trying to figure out exactly where it was. You think they're going to show that cervix to like other uh, medical schools or whatever? Like you think you make it a slideshow out of it? Like, I would Whoa. love to be on like an overhead projector. You would be, yeah, for like you know twenty year olds that are in the me- in med school trying You're like, to learn You've about never the seen this before. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, guys, getting caught up right now on the podcast, and I must say, I'm going to give you one of these right here. Man, I don't know what it was about Wednesday's show, but. Oh man, that was like that was probably the best show you guys have had in the last couple of years. Like I don't know, there was something about it. Maybe there was something 
knew you at it. Maybe there was something missing. Mm. I don't know. What was Wednesday's show? Last week's Wednesday show? Wednesday. What the hell was Wednesday? Think back. Wednesday. Oh, is <laughs> that was the day I was not here. Okay, <laughs> next. Very funny. You know what? Uh, and now I got to listen to the message again. I now think... that I understand why he said listen it. to the show again. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it was great. That was the show. Allie wasn't on last man, week. I don't know what it was about Wednesday's show, but oh man, that was like that was probably the best show you guys have had in the last. <laughs> Come on! Years. Like, I don't know. There was something about it. Maybe there was something. Knew you added. Maybe there was something missing. I don't know. But Wednesday's show was, oh, man, it was just amazing. I, I got to give it up to you guys. Wow. Okay, Thank next. You. Nice message. I add something. What up, guys? But I just did the, uh, what is it, the marry one, uh, bang one, kill one to my girlfriend. And we did Klein, beer mug, and Omar. And the results were she's going to marry Klein, she's going to kill Omar, and she's going to bang mug. Yeah, these results are all questionable. And in fact, uh, Johnny, if you could post all of us up on the uh, Instagram and uh, just uh, put us all there and let people decide in the uh, the old F. Mary Kill who they would uh, actually Who are choose. we including, though? Uh, Is it just... All the- of us. Vanessa can go up there. See, I don't think it's fair to include all of us because people are going to pick Vanessa and Johnny. Because like, they're the best looking. Yeah. Yeah, but... We what should a- eliminate the hot ones and grade on a curve. Well, put a filter on you guys or something. Put an ugly, uh, ugly filter on yeah, or something. Yeah, find your worst picture. What the crap is this? Omar is obviously the most attractive one of all of you. Jesus. Well, now that everyone knows he's a billionaire, of course. Everyone thinks Omar is the super hot because he's got a lot of money. Deep pockets, right? I know. I get it. You uh, can afford all that Botox. Final uh, message. Hey, guys, sweet dibs. Um, I was listening back to Friday's show um, to the polygraph test, and I think you guys need to listen back to it, too, because um, I think you missed something. Birma got away with something because, um, and at this point, I don't care about the whole officer Simmons thing. Birma lied about it, obviously. And we did learn on Friday with the Friday lie, Friday lie detector that Birma completely made up the story of getting pulled over by an officer Simmons. That came up as a one hundred percent lie, and he finally admitted that he did lie about that. But then there was another thing. It was the actual question, Birma? Did you crap your pants or did you poop your pants or whatever he said? Um, but Birma got one over on you guys because before he answered the question. He rephrased it for himself, and nobody said anything. But before he answered, Beer Mug rephrased it and said, there was poop in my pants. Yes. So, I don't know what the... Uh, there was... I don't know how we haven't isolated that clip by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's some of the uh, show from Friday, because this is, I think, the question. And that was true. Okay. Mugs, I, I take it back. You pooped your pants? Yeah, but he said he could lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. See, it was like a weird double negative. The way the question was asked was kind of misleading. You know what I mean, Allie? Because this is how lie experts do it. They yeah, rephrase, they and rephrase. Then they, so that they're telling the truth even though they're still lying. Right. Did you miss the meeting because you were sleeping somewhere? He said no, and that was true. Okay. Were you late to work a few weeks ago? He said yes, that was true. Yep. Yeah, well, listen, I know which clip he's talking about. We don't have the right clip pulled up, but unfortunately he did. Allie, I think we can all agree that there was some weird double negative speak in there. And he did well, admit yeah, and, to... And there were some questions where it said, did you say that you did this? Yes. And he was like, yes. And right. of course that was true, but him saying it doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah, I, I think we learned nothing from that giant lie detector. I think we just learned we're bad at grammar. That... that... <laughs> That is the truth, Allie. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's the question. You look at your phone, you get a text from the boss, an email perhaps, and you weren't supposed to get it. Tell us the story, 800-520-1067. We will explain to you why Allie and I are super confused about a text we received, I think at like one in the morning. On the weekend. On the weekend. 
And all we can oh, all, all we can say is damn. All we can say is damn. <laughs> That's Welcome to the Chocolate Factory! That's part of it. That was part of it. We'll give you the details of the strange text we received and love to hear stories next on Kira. It's never good when you get a text or email from the boss. Rarely ever is it a... just want to let you know you're getting a huge raise. It's almost Keep always... Keep up the good work. It's always usually something urgent or something you did wrong or something that has to be handled immediately or they're on some sort of vacation, so they send you a text and be like, you deal with it. And there are no hours. I'm taking the month off. It's not like, hey, it's past five. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> text my employee. No, it's, it's after it's actually, hours. I think it's actually quite the opposite. They're like, oh. I don't think I've ever gotten an in-hours work text no, from this person. No, never. It's always we save those for the weekends and stuff. <laughs> so uh, we get some texts from time to time. Whatever. It's not like we do an important job around here. We're not saving lives. So we got yeah. a text <clears throat> over the weekend, though. It was weird because it was a group text. I was on, Ali was on, someone else here. Well, three people on it, but... A it different was, boss. It was a, a different boss. But the, but this was a text from the big, big boss. Man, it runs the whole thing. All the stations. Not just K-Rock. Every station here. Nope. That's probably not a more important job on the planet than running five radio stations. There's not a more important guy in the building. That's, that's for, for sure. sure. Absolutely true. He has someone sample his food first so he doesn't uh, get poisoned. <laughs> that's a true story. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no, it's I'm not. I'm for that job. That's what <laughs> Jake, that's, Jake wants to be food tester. That's why Jake has all these medical problems now because he's been testing this guy's food for a few years. So we get this text. Uh, it's a link. We open it up. I think it was a TikTok video, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, he likes to send TikTok videos. Now, sometimes. And sometimes it's like people stealing our bits and stuff. Yeah, usually it's that. It's like, hey, remember that thing you guys did where you invited a bunch of rich people to a fake wedding to see if you get any presents? Well, now there's a guy doing it on TikTok. We're like, oh yeah, we did that two years ago. Or, yeah, or he'll send some gay sports highlights. Like, he right. is a genuine fan of the show, yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe. So, he'll usually send us stuff that applies to the show. Now, this one was strange, and I don't think we were supposed to receive it. And I'm going to go with, before we play you what it was, and then we'll take your stories and your calls about times you received accidental correspondence from your boss that you knew was not intended for you. Uh, this was a strange video because it didn't really apply to the show at all. We don't think. And it just had a person wearing a pair of yellow pants <laughs> that had a zipper that went pretty much from the front of the pants all the way to the back. Yeah, it was a woman who was in the woods. She was in she the woods. jumps out from behind a tree and unzips her pants and the zip is through her it's, it's like Klein said, all the way from the butt to the front. Right. So she unzips her pants, and then an old woman's face pops into the zipper, and it, this was what it sounded like. Surprise, bitch! Welcome to the chocolate factory! So that... So an old woman's face... So that face woman's head comes out, out of the zipper part. And I couldn't determine if this was because Allie was going to try to have another baby. I didn't know if that was an inspiration because you're about to uh, have another baby. I don't know if it was because of the whole beer mugs poop pants story, but he did only send that link with the with the caption, damn, exclamation point. And none of us responded. No, and I showed it to my wife. I was like, dude, my boss just sent me this. And she was like, you should not respond to that at all. I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to pretend I didn't see it. We're posting the video up on our socials at Klein Alley Shows. You can see exactly what it is. Also, I don't think it was like super viral. One thing sometimes, like, oh, this has got 40 million views, uh, passing it around. It was also like, why did that come up on your feed, dude? It was very strange. <laughs> Surprise, bitch! Welcome to the chocolate factory! Now, Omar, you found I mean, it to be strange at best. 
Well, we know what he's into now, right? <laughs> I mean, why are chocolate factory feed? videos coming? It's all the algorithm, right? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, go ahead. What is that? What did you receive? I can't believe anyone can one up. But what is the strangest, weirdest, uh, inappropriate, or uh, accidental email you got from a boss? Yeah, I got a uh, good morning. By the way, I got an email from my boss of a termination for another coworker and giving all the details of what happened and that she was missing, and it was really interesting how to let her know it was the wrong person. So you wow. open your email, everyone goes, oh, shoot, email from the boss, what is this? You open it, it's a termination letter, you realize it's not for you, it was supposed to go to someone else and it went to you? Yeah, it was, um, I had the same name as the office manager, so I think she thought she was sending it to her, but it came to me, so I replied and said, I don't think I'm supposed to have this. That's what we should have written, Allie. I know, right? I don't think we're supposed to have this. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to be invited to the chocolate factory on a Saturday night. <laughs> hey, Carlos on uh, K-Rock, yeah. what happened to you? All right, so I coach my kid's soccer team, and a dad texts me asking about the game. No biggie. An hour later, I'm, and I'm hoping it was on accident, but he sent a video of him recording his wife go uh, down on him. Whoa. Oh. And you said, yeah. welcome to the chocolate factory. <laughs> It's the, appropriate, it's the appropriate response to any text. I think this video really is the perfect response, response to, to all anything. these scenarios. Maybe that's what it was. I, for all I knew, that was like a termination video. Like I was like, <laughs> what am I supposed to take from this? What, what does this mean? Now, it's interesting that there was no response. That's the other thing is no one, usually, there'll be like a humoring like, ha-ha, good stuff, whatever. Yeah, thumbs or up. like a thumbs up. Yes, this, exactly. This was very strange. I couldn't figure out. What it was, <laughs> Allie couldn't figure out what it was, and that's why I'm my, I'm going with we, we went to the wrong group of people. You remember we had a boss that was going through a divorce. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. I don't actually know if you were on it. I got a text that clearly was in the was supposed to go to the woman that he was in the middle of divorcing, and the text said something along the lines of, "Well." Uh, this is a question for the lawyers, but you know how I feel, and oh, and, and you no. and, and I won't be back tonight. And then I got that text, and I was like, "Welcome to the chocolate factory." <laughs> Should have said it. God damn! If only I had it. Oh, uh, you know what? Now I'm really happy you sent that to us because it really solves every problem. Yeah. When in doubt, Omar. What? I, I don't have the clip on the ready, but when in Welcome doubt. Welcome to the chocolate factory. Yeah, you can see it. it's at Klein Alley Show on the socials. If someone can explain why we would have received that from the boss, I'd love to hear the theories. This is Lincoln Park. It's lost. K-Rock. <laughs> it's K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. There's a lot of people sharing with us the uh, inter accidental or inappropriate text they received from their boss. Uh, the boss was in the process of ordering lunch for all of us here. This is from the 818. Uh, <laughs> for all of us here in the office. And accidentally wrote, don't get them salads. They're all too fat to enjoy them anyway. Oh, my God. But he meant to send that just... <laughs> To the person that was going to order oh the actual food and sent it to the chain that everyone was putting in what they wanted for lunch. God. So you imagine that. Imagine your boss sends a text. 50 people goes, don't get them salads. They're all too fat to enjoy them. Nobody who, like, the now person who invented group chatting and group emails must have had this in mind and been like, God, there's going to be so many funny scenarios based on yeah, mistakes it's, around it's be, this. Annette on K-Rock, what happened? Um, pretty much uh, my child's school the teachers created a shareable uh, spreadsheet and listed the students' names and what their personal thoughts uh, were towards those students. And they, one specific teacher decided in error to send that to the, all the students. Oh, oh my man. God, to the actual students? So they were able to read yeah. what all the teachers thought about them? Yeah. 
Uh, yes, correct. Oh my God! So it was like an online what burn book? That's that's pretty much what. I, what Whoa, I, dude! Yeah, you, it, was, you, it, was, it was pretty funny. There was some, obviously, the ones that um, it affected were the, some of the ones with notes and stuff. But you know, some people's names weren't on it, and it just in the end, after um, maybe a couple weeks, they decided to it was something to apologize for dude do, does every teacher do that I, is there I, a burn book about me i from imagine my there's probably burn books from the teacher because the teacher's got to do something to keep themselves sane dealing with you know kids all day i love that someone was like i'm gonna create a spreadsheet guys spreadsheet. <laughs> let's organize this trash talk right for the little students uh final word uh, a lot of text on this go, go ahead nine four nine yeah said my boss forwarded me an email from a friend of a friend who was selling a car and when you clicked on the picture it was a pornographic image of a man doing something on a car with another man <laughs> <laughs> that was either it was accidental or on purpose. I don't know. That's the thing is Hel- you don't know if it was accidental. Helena. Yes. Hi. Hi. What's up? Welcome to K Rock. Good morning. Good morning. Um, on my office has one of those text message reminder things, and a patient accidentally texted us that uh, he was going to go to jail for a specific amount of time for something that he had. I guess he would like beat someone up or something, but he went really into detail and then he immediately said, Oh, I'm sorry, that was not meant for you guys and that was just very awkward. Huh. Yeah, the un the, the unsend is a great uh, it's a great bit of technology that you can unsend the stuff, but the reality is people see them so quickly that if you're not unsending within a tenth of a second, the and then unsending really incriminates you. You know, right. I didn't even tell you that a few years ago, because there's another alley. There's a couple alleys that work for this company. One of them is in finance, and I was put on some kind of an email. Oh, I, I, you told me you saw what everyone makes. Well, no, I didn't really even get to that part, but that's what the call was about. And they were going over like salaries of people that yeah. I didn't know. And then I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm a part of this. I'm going to wait and hear all the dirt. And then the meeting was so boring that I left. Oh, really? You actually <laughs> went into the meeting on the Zoom or whatever, the phone call? Well, I like, I thought that it was something, I thought that it was on purpose. I was like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be part of this. I don't know. And then I joined and I was like, oh my God, this is some kind of meeting about like money and salary. And they were talking about people I didn't know. And eventually I was like, they're going to get to somebody I know. I'm going to have this dirt. And then it just got so lame and boring that I left. It's like this show. That's how I feel every morning. <laughs> Until you give up. Portugal the Man will be at the forum for the Almost Acoustic Christmas. We will get you in within 30 minutes time right here on K-Rock. We live in a very divided world right now and I don't think there's a more divisive topic on the planet than what is the latest update of the television show been on for 30 years The Simpsons and that they announced yesterday, as of yesterday, Homer will no longer be strangling Bart. Yeah. It will not happen anymore. We've all seen it over and over and over again. Some of us have become desensitized to it. If you want to call this part of the woke culture movement. Uh, Muggs went out to talk to drunk people at a bar, our very own Moe's, if you will, Moe's Tavern, to see uh, if they would be uh, in, in favor of this evolution of The Simpsons or if they would think it was not a good thing. We'll get to this in a second, but here's just a taste, Alex. Homer's always strangled Bart, so he should be f***ing grandfathered in. None of this woke sh- Wow. Okay, that woman feels that like a lot of things, like the hockey players that used to be able to play without a helmet if they used to not wear a helmet before they made that a rule, he should be grandfathered into strangling. Yeah, it's an interesting theory. I mean, being grandfathered into actually strangling a child, but it does make sense. Listen, some people say, even parents go like, listen, I was spanked. I know it's not cool anymore, but I'm spanking. My grandfather was spanked. We come from a family of spankers. We will not stop. 
Yeah, but so, you got to break the cycle, right? You got to break it somehow. That's what they say. That's what they say. Now, here is just some of the uh, the many um, the many sweet sounds from an actual bar. A re- really a real-life Moe's, if you think about it, uh, where Muggs was out there trying to... Uh, by the way, informing some people that were not happy to learn this news. I'm here with... Andrew. Andrew, have you heard that the Simpsons just revealed that Homer has stopped strangling Bart in any episodes moving forward? What are your thoughts? Why? What... Why do you do that? People seem just dumbfounded by it. They can't even fathom. Why would they Why would they stop him from strangling his animated son on TV? What do you think the percentages of the people that frequent this bar that were also spanked as children? The thousand percent. <laughs> Probably still. I guess uh, they feel that it's not a good type of parenting anymore. <laughs> um, it's not a good time to do anything anymore. I'm just... I'm just saying, don't quote me on it. But if Homer says something, bro, I'll be honest with you, I trust Homer. Yeah. See, people, it's like weird. Homer's uh, kind of Actually one of those a guys. very problematic dad when you think about for, it. For, for a variety of reasons, but who cares? Yeah, I mean, he's an absentee father. He doesn't really care about his children all that much. He's He lets his wife down constantly. Sure. He strangles his son. But you know what? He's Homer Simpson. It's relatable. If Homer says it, I'm going to do it. So you, you, you're, you're with it? Absolutely. It's Homer. It's Homer. No more strangling of Bart. Well, maybe not in public. Maybe a little bit behind the closed door kind of thing, like, you know, but you don't see, you don't hurt. Whoa. Whoa, okay. That took a weird I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, Next person at the bar. I'm here with Kelly. Kelly, uh, the news came out that The Simpsons uh, has revealed that Homer will stop strangling Bart, has stopped strangling Bart. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Bart should be strangled, always. Why? Because he's a dick. Okay. That's such a good point. <laughs> Interesting take. You know, regardless of whether you, uh, you know, discipline with love or with force, Bart's going to be Bart. Why am I not surprised that no one, no one at the bar goes, that's a great idea. <laughs> like, I think that, you know what, long overdue. Like, yeah. they're all very much in favor of this. So, you do not agree with the fact that Homer, Bart's father, will no longer discipline him by strangulation. No, Bart's Homer's always strangled Bart, so he should be fucking grandfathered in. None of this woke shit. All right. Uh, here's another person's opinion, Ali. You think they'll be pro or con? I'm here with Raymond. Raymond, uh, have you heard the news pro. that uh, the Simpsons revealed that Homer will no longer be strangling Bart in any upcoming episodes? Yes, I'm sad because you know what? <laughs> a, a badass kid needs that sometimes. So another, oh my per- another person that is sad. Not, not only it makes me really sad. I don't even have anyone to strangle. It's so, <laughs> this guy's upset about it. You need that tough love, right? Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Would you, as a father, would you strangle your kid like Homer did Bart? Hey, I don't know who's, who's listening, oh. but yes, I would. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't think probably this, three, at least four people. I don't think this in-depth report needs to go on any further. I think what we learned is that people at an actual real-life bar yeah. drinking uh, are not in favor of the change that's happening to the Simpsons. Quick break. Back in a moment with your ADD news, and then we're like 15 minutes away from getting you some sold-out tickets to the 32nd annual K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Listen for Bacar. And call us and win next. December 9th at the Forum in Los Angeles. That band right there, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, will be taken to the stage for their first, can't believe that's even possible, first ever K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. They've done some K-Rock shows over the years. But you think of all the bands that have played that festival. The uh, the concept that this will be the first time the Chili Peppers have ever played the Almost Acoustic Christmas and you'll be there. The next song we play on K-Rock, let me just go ahead and make sure that's right. 
I think it's the next song we're going to play on K-Rock. Should be Bacar, Helen Back. When you hear it, be caller 20. Let's get your ass into the show. It's sold out. When you hear that song, but done way better, call us up. Get yourself some tickets to the show. Spot on. Let's get to your news right now. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm in the middle of an intermittent fast, so if I pass out... Welcome to the chocolate factory. (laughs) Appropriate as always. It always fits. I thought it never fit, and now it always fits. So we've talked about it pretty much every day at this point. Crime in general has been up significantly this year in L.A. and Orange County, and criminals do not discriminate. They'll rob rich people, poor people, men, women, children, dogs... This incident just happened at a house. They won't say specifically what neighborhood. They just said central L.A., but this is really freaky. This guy was going up to his front door, coming home for the night. He's got a wife and a young baby that's five months old, and he was walking up to his front door when two guys with guns jumped the fence and rolled up on him, but he was able to fight back immediately. This is exactly what happened. The homeowner walks to the front door, grabbing for his keys. Two intruders jump the front gate. One intruder runs up to the front door. The mid-city man throws his tee, pulls out his gun, and starts shooting. I didn't know why I felt someone run up behind me. By the way, what a, like, what a dichotomy of, like, throwing your tee <laughs> to well, get I thought, your gun. I thought that was, like, a slang term. <laughs> the Postmaster John was going to tell me what that meant after the show. Like spilling the tea? He actually th- he was drinking a tea and threw it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he never threw ro- his tea and pulled out a gun. Never rob a man sipping tea. <laughs> put something to my back and then put a pistol to my back and somebody else run it up. When shots are fired, the intruders disperse. One fires back, scrambling to hop over the side fence. The other hops over the front gate and runs away. And this, it, it's not just a fence. I mean, this is a full-on like concrete gate with a, like a metal part of t- like it's very secure looking yep what and it's got cameras everywhere you know what the guy didn't have which I've recommended now for over a year on the show what a moat <laughs> that's true I've been talking about it I mean it's hard to just be the one guy with the moat on the block I think the whole neighborhood has to be no, once in you, on the moat once you go moat you'll see the neighbors it's like, like turf Someone was the first person to put fake grass in their lawn. Everyone made fun of that person. Said, "Oh, what a loser!" And now everyone's turfing it up. You got to be the first. Still all losers. You get, whatever, no, Allie. You got a first moat person, uh, and next thing you know, no one's going over moat. Moat is a mystery. You don't know what's in there. Yeah, I know. I, I'm totally with you, Klein. Um, all right, uh, you sound like it. I, <laughs> I just don't think it's very realistic. I think the idea of a moat is a great idea. I just don't think anyone's going to do it. I think if they could, they would by now. All right, with failing companies. It kind of goes like this. The company does well for a while, then things start to go downhill. The CEO steps down. Things continue to plummet. Eventually, the company files for bankruptcy. But enough about us. (laughs) Yeah, what phase are we in? Let's figure it out. WeWork is officially in the bankruptcy phase. They just filed for bankruptcy. And Bumble has announced that they are entering the CEO step-down phase. CEO Whitney Wolf Hurd has announced that she is stepping down, but only another woman could ask her to. That's funny. Uh, That's funny. Isn't that funny? That that company is crazy. (laughs) That whole movie with Jared Leto was so good. and uh, He crashed. That that they... They made so much money so quickly. It was, and obviously a lot of it was like, you know, shell game kind of to a certain extent. Well, and that show really proves that you have to be borderline insane to really take the type of risks that you need to be successful, right? Like he took a lot of risks in that show and a lot of them ended up panning out, but he was also nuts. 
Yes, he was insane. And but eventually I, the insanity was well, to his detriment. But you think about anyone, like Steve Jobs, think about all, so, so many of the great things we have in our lives. Exactly. They came from the mind of an insane person. Right. So insane. Look at Elon Musk. He's right. borderline insane. Borderline. He's insane. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, we talked about a jewelry company that will pay you, I believe it was $1,000, to make your bed for 30 days straight, and it brought up a lot of controversy. Now, the same jewelry company is offering a completely different incentive, another side hustle, for $1,500. If you are willing to watch 15 wedding films over the course of four weeks, so it's not even like a full binge, they listed the movies and the time is about under 27 hours to watch all of these movies if you were to do it back to back and that would put you at a rate of $56 per hour. But you got to start with My Big Fat Greek Wedding. You have to watch all wedding movies? Yeah, it's My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Wedding Crashers, The Best Man, Bridesmaids, The Runaway Bride, My Best Friend's Wedding, which all of these I've seen in our decent movies. But then you get to 27 dresses Mm. and it's like, I don't know about that. What's that pay? It's 1500 bucks, or it translates to $56 an hour. Here's something better for you. All you have to do is listen to us for the next 11 seconds, and we'll give you tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. That starts now. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Welcome to 8 o'clock. Welcome to Tuesday morning. Good morning and how the hell goes it. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. New listeners, welcome. You'll figure it out eventually. Those of you that are back for more, this will be a good hour for you because the return of Netflix or Netflix. New month, new shows. Netflix is going almost all holiday, and uh, we've made up some of these shows. Some are real. We'll break them down a little bit later. Chance for you to win from us. We'll get into another uh, round of old people's secrets as well if you'd like to live forever. And who wouldn't? Got a person, I think, that's turning 107 tomorrow. And they will be on with us a little bit later this hour to tell you how you can live forever. Man, that seems like kind of a risky thing to do. Do the news report the day before they turn 107? Seems like a real mush effect. And we know mushing on this show. Also, uh, because the Chargers played on Monday Night Football, Allie found quite a few additional gay moments. So we'll give you the encore, plus some never-before-heard gayest football highlights from this week's NFL action. But we kick off this hour right now with a song that I think you've been anxiously waiting for because Bacar will be helping us kick off the 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Tickets sold out. I got this. You can <laughs> you let him do it. You can get them right now. Call it 20. We will get you into that sold out show next on K-Rock. Bacar, Helen back, K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. And uh, yeah, Christmas is here. I got my first happy holidays yesterday. Is that weird? Dude, I heard it in the parking lot at the grocery store. You heard it too? Yeah, that's where and I got not it. Not even happy holidays, Merry Christmas. So you got like, a Merry Christmas in, uh, what are we, I early heard, November? I heard a guy saying it to another guy. I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I got a, I got a happy holidays leaving CVS. And it was weird because my purchases, I could understand that if I was loading up on candy, because you can buy all that stuff now. If I was loading up on candy canes or uh, you know something Christmassy, I, I could see a happy holiday, but I wasn't. No, it was just a regular day. I was getting good old-fashioned Sudafed. <laughs> they gave me now a... Now that's a Merry Christmas. They gave, they gave me a Happy Holidays. You're um, going to go make some meth with that, aren't you? Hold hey, on. Oh, we got to take a winner real quick. Hold okay, on, hold then on, I have hold a on question. one second. Tarzana, I got good news for you, Tarzana. You're caller 20. 
Swinton. This is a big. Love you too, and here's the even better news. You're going to go to a sold-out show on December 9th uh, at the Forum with the Chili Peppers and Garbage, the Offspring. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Oh, my God. I love you guys. K-Rock, Klein and Alley Show, I love all of you. Thank all you right, so thank much. Thank you. Wow, people are so Ooh, pleasant. We love you too. When you give them stuff for free, they get so generous. They're so Ooh, nice. Hold on. to the Chocolate Factory. Uh, you'll have another chance to win here. I think this is what Ali was trying to say. Welcome to the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Strangest message we could have ever received. I love it more and more every time. Okay, I have a, I have oh, a hold theory. On, I got, hold on, now. I got to say the next song to listen. We got to play the rule. There's rules to this radio station. Okay, it's not just random on, talking. The next song you'll be listening for, if you want to get some sold out tickets, will be happening uh, at noon with Nicole Alvarez, and you'll be listening to Number One Crush by Garbage. When you hear that song, call us up, get yourself another pair of sold out tickets. Have you ever dressed for the gym without going to the gym? Nothing, nothing you're saying now applies to me. You've dressed like you're going to the, like in athletic clothing, but not actually gone to the gym or worked out. Yeah, no matter what I'm wearing, I'm probably not going to end up at a gym. <laughs> but yes, do I have clothes that normally would be purchased by people that are going to work out? Yes, like, uh, and you wear them, but knowing that you're not going to do anything physical. Yes. Okay. Because I have one outfit that looks like a gym outfit, and I will wear it, but usually only to like uh, Costco or when I travel. It's my comfortable huh, sweats, and I will, and, and it's got kind of a one of those shirts that's got the material. It's like a, I don't know, you call it dry something. Yeah, like it doesn't, it's doesn't like sweat. that moisture wicking. Yeah, it doesn't kind show your pit material. stain. Yeah. I wear that with a pair of shoes, and I think people would look at me and think that guy probably sh should be going to the gym, but he's probably not. So I completely agree that grocery store runs and travel air travel. It is those are great scenarios to wear gym clothing, but yes, I have decided most of the time when I'm not at work and not really doing much of anything, I am wearing workout clothes, and I think that it is helping me not only lose weight without having to do anything. I think that it makes me psychologically feel like I could be working out at any moment, even though I'm probably not going to. And I think it makes people think that I am hotter and more fit than I actually am. The third thing you're saying is true. That's it. The third, that people... That people think that I'm yes, more fit than I, I am. When I see people that are dressed like they are going to the gym or from the gym, I give them... It's not that I even give them another level of respect, but I think to myself... That person has it figured out. A lot of times it's middle of the right. day too, and I think to myself, like they just—they're doing something. They're—they're they're active. That yeah. is an active person. This person's either uh, this person either is somehow independently wealthy that they can just go to the gym in the middle of the day. They don't have—they don't have a, a nine to five job. I, but I do oftentimes feel that a lot of people, especially in LA, will dress have full on gym get-ups with no intention of ever going to a gym or doing anything active. Yeah, and 818 said it's called athleisure, Ali. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, but I feel like it has gotten so, um, I think it's gotten so rampant that, like, for me in my life, anytime I'm not at work, like, at work is the only time I'm actually wearing clothes. I think the only other things I'm wearing in my off time are pajamas or workout clothes. Yeah, we we all have gotten to that point now because if you, if yeah, you ever, I think post pandemic, I mean, it's now really just accepted everywhere. Do you remember, like in any videos at movies we'd watch of people in the future, everyone was wearing like matching tracksuits. Like if you ever look at like any any movie that was ever made, like the future civilizations, everyone had like matching um, 
almost like you a think Adidas. We're gonna get there? Yeah, like I think we're almost moving in that direction because so you even think there's even nothing now, wrong with this that I'm just wearing gym clothes all no, the time. I do the same thing too. Wait, well, hold on. Really? Is it stolen yeah. valor? Is it like a soul of someone that didn't actually fight in the military? Oh, that's that, great. Yeah. That wears uh, military garb to try to you know get on the plane first or uh, you know get some respect or people that walk. I see people walk around in scrubs sometimes that I think are trying to like give the illusion that they work in the medical field, and then <laughs> right. you'll see like little sorority letters on the pocket. You're like, hold on, that's not. But I that also, doesn't say Cedar Sinai. I also want to open myself up to the possibility that a workout could happen. But you and know it's a, but you know it's not. But I also am like, you know what? If I'm wearing the clothes already, I'm more likely to just turn on the Peloton or whatever because I don't have to change. A lot of times, if I don't work out, it's because I just don't want to get changed. But if I'm already changed... Wait, what? That's your deterrent? Yeah. You just don't want to change? Yeah, I'm like, ugh, really? I don't want to take my clothes off and then put a thong on okay, and do how the whole many thing. Times thong? Have Why you, you been in... I'm just going to say, how many times have you been in your gym get-up gear and you've, like, you know, out of the blue said, oh, you know what? Since I'm in this, I'm going to go on the Peloton. It doesn't matter how much, Omar. How many it's times? It's zero. zero. It's the idea oh that it could God. happen at any moment. And sometimes if I'm going on a walk or going to the grocery store, I move a little faster because I can. Because I'm dressed for it. But, Allie. Wait, what? You, you, you could go just as fast in regular clothes than you do in gym clothes. No, do because you? if yes. I'm wearing jeans and if I have to bend over, I'm like, you know. But if I'm in workout clothes, I'm like, ha. Do you give other? I gotta get this bottom shelf. Do you, give, do you give other people? <laughs> do you give other gym people like the head nod, kind of like, "Hey, we're in this yeah. together." Yeah. Like you'll see someone who's. But I clearly... think I'm also not wearing makeup and looking like I've just gone to the gym, even though other girls and other people. Everyone looks at her like, oh, she must have just run like 40 miles. Yeah, they still look, look really her. hot, she even looks though. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> she must be working hard. She is sweaty. I think my clothes are working harder than I am. Uh, so the answer is, are you are you anti this or are you no, pro I, this? No, I'm, I'm adopting the workout clothes lifestyle from now on. And I just want to know if there's a problem with it. You because know, I don't oh, think uh, I want to wear a regular problem. clothes anymore. It's a slippery slope because uh, you're just going to go down the path where you're going to think this is okay all the time when it's clearly not in certain situations. Right. Like, I, if I just wear yoga pants, like, to Thanksgiving dinner, is that a problem? Right. Or if I just swap it out with a nicer top, but no, still doesn't, wear doesn't change it. <laughs> but fact, still wear yoga pants the and sneakers. The opposite of this, which is, I think, even more strange, are the people that actually are at a gym that are wearing, like, jeans. Jeans oh, yeah, and, and, and like a button down. You're like, did, did You're you like, completely? What are you doing? Was this like a completely unplanned thing? <laughs> like that you just decided to walk by and be like, I gotta, gonna, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta get, get on a treadmill. Quick pump in. Very strange. Well, and they're just in silence. They're not even listening to anything. Avid workout guy here. Allie is stealing our glory. She's trying to squeeze into our community, but we can sniff you guys out from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something active, you bum. Uh, you know, seven one four said I can actually confirm that Allie's butt looks better in leggings. And that's the other thing is I think my body looks better in leggings. Well, those pants, as you know, they really do some... It's, it's like too bad that guys can't wear yoga pants. It's amazing. Around. I could feel so gross, and then I put those pants on, and I'm like, oof. <sighs> Happy holidays. Apparently, that's floating around these days. Welcome to K-Rock Klein Alley Show. If you'd like to win some tickets from us right now to see Anthony Jeselnik telling jokes at the Wiltern. Show's not until April, but we'll get you some tickets right now. Call us 800-520-1067 for a little game called Netflix. Or... Not flicks.
Not! A new season, a uh, new month has begun, which means all sorts of new shows coming to Netflix the month of November, and a bunch of other stuff's going away. We've got some shows here that you can actually see, and I believe they just announced yesterday they're raising prices, uh, I think, what, before the end of the year, right? Isn't that what they're saying? Yeah, well, what they've done is they've emailed everybody, letting them know that the prices are going up, and then they said they're going to email another email with details about how much it's going up one month before their next billing cycle. So the reality is that... But they've already increased once before. And when you hear some of these shows that are coming, you'll say, well, this is what we're paying extra for. These are great shows, great ideas. What a cast they've put together. Now I understand why the cost to have Netflix is going to keep going up, up, up. If you're keeping track at home, the... Crappy standard but no, with ads plan, the lowest of the low is $7 a month. Then the standard one is fifteen fifty, and then the premium one is 23 bucks a month. Because I'm not paying any of those prices. What are you paying? I don't are you get, paying triple? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I feel like How many accounts do you have? I think I have multiple accounts. No! Oh my God. How much a month does Netflix charge you? I'm it's getting, $100, is not it? Getting, I'm paying through one credit card, and then I'm also getting uh, it through PayPal. What? Because I think I originally signed up that way for a trial, and I think they're still billing me there. I think I'm in a Netflix for like 80 bucks a month. Oh, my God. Please, can you please let me go through your stuff and just eliminate all the extraneous? It'll make me feel better. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll just change it over to my Somehow I'll be paying for Ali's uh, plans. Ali's going to have everything. Yeah. Ali's not referencing shows on Peacock and Paramount Plus. That's my finder's fee, so to speak. That's what I'll, that's my cut. All right, let's get to it now. Chance for you to win some tickets and, more importantly, figure out what is on Netflix and what we have completely made up. We'll start with Sarah. We'll make our way up and down these phone lines. Sarah, welcome to Netflix or Netflix. How goes it? Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for joining us this morning on K-Rock. Here we go. I will describe a show, and you just tell us, did we make it up or is it actually coming to Netflix? Teams of bakers are dropped on a remote island where they will have to find ingredients, make food, and prepare a succulent sweet treat to wow a panel of celebrity judges. This show is called Dessert Tid Island. Is Dessert Tid Island Netflix or is it Netflix? Netflix. Does sound like something stupid enough that Netflix would say, let's make that happen. That show is not. That's made up. That is not actually happening. How is that not happened yet, Allie? Dessert. Tit Island. Well, I, listen, I'm trying to read the way it would be written if it was on your screen, but clearly it's not. I'm so sorry you don't win. We go to Ron in Huntington Beach. Ron, welcome to Netflix or Netflix. How goes it? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Ali. I hope you can stay on the bike next time. Thanks, man. That's the goal. Ali's just trying to ride a bike without falling over. Here we go. Leo the Lizard has been stuck in the same Florida school for decades. When he learns he's only got one year left to live, he plans to escape to freedom, but instead has to rescue his class from their horrible, mean substitute teacher. The show is called Leo. Is that Netflix or is that Netflix? Uh, well, that, uh, it is stupid enough that it is a Netflix. Let's find out. Is it Netflix? Aww. Not only is it Netflix, it's Adam Sandler's newest no. Netflix produced show where he writes and lends his voice is he leo to the new animated feature about the elementary school class pet named leo the lizard klein give us a taste of the trailer hey it's me leo (laughs) that's what he sounds like that saves the kids ali that's going to be a hit and that comes out on november 21st to netflix all right uh write down 
Ron's name because he got it right. So Man, they literally will just let him make anything. Oh, huh? he gets to make anything. It's awesome. And I feel like even though his movies are great, you know, I'm a big Sandler fan, I do think that sometimes he just throws, like, darts and goes like, all right, let's go ahead and come up with a name. Leo, uh, what is it? Is it gonna be a, it's an octo- It's a lizard. And, and boom. Is it, that's, and Netflix is like, great, here's a sack of money. Make it happen. Hmm. Let's say hi to Quincy. Give Quincy a shot at Netflix or Netflix this morning. Hello, Quincy. Good morning. Uh, Quincy, I will read you the description and the show. You just tell us, is it real or did we make it up? From the team behind the hit show Drunk History, a Netflix original animated show where people and their funniest and most extreme, extreme drunk text messages are animated so that we can all enjoy what happened play out before our very eyes. This show is called Drunk Text, the show. Is that Netflix or is that not Netflix? Ooh, I would love it if it was a show. I'd watch it, definitely. But I'm going to say that it is not Netflix. Show me Netflix. Not. Wow, good job. Not I would, Allie, drunk text, an animated show with people's drunk text exchanges? You I would totally watch wouldn't that. Wouldn't watch that? I absolutely would. I actually, do- one of the last times we did Netflix or Netflix, we talked about that baby animal cam show, and I started watching that over the weekend. Oh, yeah, baby uh, monkey cam or whatever it's, it's just called. just little baby animals. Yeah, that was a real show. People thought we made that up. That's real. That's on Netflix. Uh, Jeff, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, Netflix or Netflix, here we go. Jess and Bill Walker are doing their best to keep their family connected as their children grow older and more distant. When a chance encounter with an astrological reader causes the family to wake up in a full body switch on the morning of the most important day of each of their lives. The show is called Family Switch. Is that Netflix? Is that Netflix? Hopefully you can do another Adam Sandler impression, so I'm going to say Netflix. Netflix, show me Netflix! Sandler is not involved in this, but that is a Netflix show that is coming on November 30th. And Ali, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't there been like 40 movies about families switching bodies with each other? Yeah. Freaky uh, Friday. A, or, yeah, but for some reason, it's always a classic. The change-up, I think, is like on there right now. It's yeah. just constantly like, let's put like Ryan Reynolds put something. the dad in the body of the daughter and let's see what happens when he when has he to... When he discovers his boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, make it. Go, go, go. I know, but it's great. All right, uh, you got yours right. We move on and say hi to Erica in Garden Grove. Erica, welcome to Netflix or Netflix. You ready for this? Yes, I am. Couples from high school are reunited 20 years later to see if they still have that spark. This is called High School Rapunion. (laughs) I would say Netflix. Right. I is think it, we all would. Is it because the name <laughs> High School Rapunion? Yeah, or, oh. the name Rapunion. <laughs> Not! Now, forget about the dumb name for a second, Allie. You don't think that's a good idea for a show? That's take- how my mom and her husband... Yeah, they met at a high school reunion, right? Yeah, they met at their whatever high school reunion, and they dated in, like, seventh grade and then kind of rekindled in high school, blah, 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 blah. Years went by, and now they're together. It was a repugnant for her, for your mom. I'll tell her that. (laughs) Please do. Please do. (laughs) All right, this is the final one we have time for. A lot of people get in there. Some weeks, no one gets them right, Allie, when we do this. Some months, some... Brandon, Santa Clarita, you get the final one. Is Netflix or Netflix? Listen closely. Is this or real? Not so closely. You'll did, probably get right. this <laughs> There's only one real Santa, but every holiday, thousands of Santas set up shop at malls all over America to work on behalf of the big man. But some of the mall Santas are better than others. It's finally time to prove it. 
the competition that separates the best from the rest. Challenges and cheer aplenty with the ultimate prize up for grabs, a role in an actual Netflix movie as Santa Claus. This is called the Mall Santa Games. Is this Netflix or is this Netflix? Netflix. You're telling me a competition where mall Santas compete against each other With to win? With that win- long-winded description? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real? I think I was too high this week <laughs> when I wrote these. Not! Because in my head, they all seem very realistic. So all right, Allie, a lot of people got theirs right. Who's going to win the tickets to see all Anthony right. Jeselnik? Congrats to Jeff. Jeff, my man, you're going to go see Jeselnik at the Wilton. Congratulations, all right? Awesome. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Thank you so much for putting up with us. It's our friends and dinner dates from the Olive Garden. This is Monoskin on the world famous Tayrock Clown Alicia. I don't know what the hell's going on. Omar, have you been paying attention to what's been happening behind the scenes here for the last 20 minutes? It's ins- I've heard about it. It's insanity. It is absolute insanity. And the fact that. It has that nothing to do with what we're actually doing on the zero air. Zero to do with <laughs> no. what we're trying to do on the air, and it is incredibly distracting. Once again, of course, the man in the middle of this is Beer Mug. And now I'm convinced that whoever had that theory, I think it was Jake's theory, that Muggs just creates intentional drama just so that we have to talk about it on the air because it's too distracting to let not happen. I- I've been trying to hey, not that's focus. That's how he gets on air. And look what we're doing. You this gotta- is crazy, you guys. Every time I'm on air now, it seems like I'm defending myself. Well... <laughs> What well, you think that's a theme? Yeah, you think well, there's what's a the theme? problem with this? What's the, tell me what's wrong with what I just did, please. I'd like to hear it. First of all, it, nothing that has been going on involving this uh, nice care package we received from the L.A. Kings has to do with what we're talking about on today's show. And yet, you made it a top priority because you selfishly wanted to make sure that you got the good jacket in this little <laughs> box of stuff they sent. And every little thing you did behind the scenes, I watch you play these little mind games with Johnny, Vanessa. I'm watching this happen here. I got a perfect vision of what's happening. Then you come in our studio, you go, hey, Allie, you want a, you want a medium? or Well, first of all, you said, Allie, you want a large or an extra large? Which already yeah. I, <laughs> which is, I was like, ah. Uh, extra, extra large. Very, yeah. Which is very insulting to yeah, Allie. You don't even offer me the smaller sizes. Yeah, you just offered a large or extra large, which in general, when you talk to a lady, no matter what size they are, you don't what do you say. Want, tarp? You don't. Yeah. You don't say. Do you want a large or an extra large? Do you want large? a four-person shirt or a six-person uh, shirt? Okay, for that I apologize, but there's no conspiracy going on here, dude. It's just the guy, David, the sales guy, handed me the bag. Never. Let me say something to the salespeople, not the listener of this show. Never hand anything to mugs. We'll never get it. Never. What do you He's- mean never get it? I walked in with it to offer you guys stuff. It was funny, though, because you were offering different sweatshirts. And right. then you eventually Muggs. Muggs, it came Muggs. to light that there Jesus was a jacket Christ. that you were kind of hoarding because you had your eye on this it. This is what you guys think. This is There's no big conspiracy behind it. First this of all. This is what we think. This is what happened. Exactly what first happened. of all, I offered you guys first pick. So <laughs> how am I trying to get something? First because we decided to play your game and you didn't end up with the jacket and you got really mad. It, this is <laughs> Because you guys were being dicks about it. <laughs> Listen to me. Mugs, the, the LA Kings were nice enough to come in here. They sent Luke Robitaille over. We had a great, great chat. Before they even sent them in, they said, hey, uh, what are your guys' sizes? They'd love to send you some, some Kings merch. Immediately, Mugs starts going, I am the only... Quote, I am the only big Kings fan on the show. He already starts to try to ice us out of getting anything. And by the way, it was it was instant. Like that he never replies to you anything said on the I was trying when to conspire the, to take all the merchandise. When is, when is the last show email about anything we're doing on this show on a daily basis you've even ever responded to? 
think like last week. You don't respond. No, that's any. not true. You, we were sending I emails see constantly. The last time you even look, I told you guys had interviews. In. Look at the last email. Look at the last email chain about the show. We send them every day. Omar writes to them. Ali writes to them. Jake writes to them. I write to them. Vanessa writes to them. Even Johnny chimes in. I don't even think. Look, find the last date he's responded to one of these. It's got. Yeah, it may be like impossible. I don't even think you can yeah. find it. But when they what sent, does this have to do with anything? I'm going to is- tell you what it has to do with something. You, one email goes out about about the Kings would like to send you some stuff, and you within forty seconds go. Uh, I, I have it right the, here. I'm a diehard. I know a lot about the team from the early 90s until now. <laughs> yeah. And I want to ask Luke some fun hockey and L.A. Kings questions. You can vet them or not. But I and, am and a true ri- fan. And he writes his size, right? He writes his size and he writes, it's beer mug if they write my name on a jersey. He like immediately starts going, I want a jersey from the team. Vanessa says, asked me what, they're giving us jerseys. What name do you want on the jersey? I didn't ask for a freaking jersey. Vanessa <laughs> I'm asked. I'm getting so pissed off right now. Vanessa did not. Vanessa, what did you ask? You didn't ask that. Vanessa said, is that who on I the. I did ask. You, no, for, no, before Thank that. Thank you, no, Vanessa. Vanessa be- my attorney, you be- can speak to her, please. Before that, you wrote, I need to know who is a fan. Right, correct me if I'm wrong, because they want to make sure that the real fans get the merch. They don't want to send a bunch of... And I get all that, because we don't want to give Klein Alley Show shirts to people that are just going to throw them in the trash. That is true. And immediately, Muggs, would you say the only time he's responded to something? No. Vanessa? This is yes. Ju- Dude, this is just like the other day. I don't want to be the middle Thank you, woman. Vanessa, let me... I'll take it. I'll take it from here. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Vanessa? This is like... Hey, a- your mic's off. Vanessa? Oh, then I'm leaving the studio then. My mic's off. He's out. Wow. Vanessa? Yes? Does Muggs ever reply to anything that doesn't involve him getting something from for free? Oh, my God. Be, a- be honest. <laughs> be honest. Be honest. He, he already took his headphones off. He can't hear you. It's true. He hasn't responded to a couple of emails. <laughs> Thank you. A couple? Any email. Any email. And because there's something about him getting a free thing from the L.A. Kings, all of a sudden, it's like becomes top, top priority. So then they send this box in today, and it's all this stuff. Very nice. Thank you, Kings, whatever. Muggs takes, apparently, takes the jacket, the good jacket. He takes it, and he stashes it in his with his stuff. And now well, he's coming had back it, in. He now had he's it, coming he back had in. it tucked in. Unvisible yeah. to us. Yeah. And it was I didn't tuck us. it in. I did not tuck it in. There was two extra large jackets, three large <laughs> green sweatshirts, a medium white gir- uh, women's sweatshirt, and a bunch of mouse pads and pom poms. And I came into you, Klein, and I, I said, "This is the first I'm hearing about the mouse pads and pom poms." <laughs> Where are those? No one offered us those. And did you I offered, take those? No, I didn't take those. I offered Where's you, the mouse pads? They're in there still. <laughs> They're in there still. And I offered you... You wanted... I said, Klein, what do you want out of this whole thing before I even claimed anything? You said large or extra large? To Allie. (laughs) Yeah, the guy... They didn't even know that the jackets were there. I was holding... And then it was like, oh, by the way, there's also this really cool jacket. And And we were like, oh, well, that's... So you don't want the jacket, Muggs? Okay. Did you not want the jacket? You want the jacket. Sure, I want the jacket, but I made sure, I made sure that you guys had first picks. I did not poach did you any off, of the merchandise. Did you offer Jake anything? Jake's from Seattle. <laughs> I, I was born in SoCal. You're not a Kings fan. Dude, all day, every day. He may be a bigger yeah. Kings fan than you. I go, go. I'll, go, I'll prove that that's not true. Then right, you give earn- him the jacket. Give Jake the jacket. It's perfect size for his huge breasts and extra large. <laughs> Jake can bury... Yeah, yeah, hide my knockers, dude. He might have to get it let out. 
You know what, Jake? Can ah! have, Jake can have the goddamn jacket. I don't want anything. You can have a mouse pad. You can have a pom pom. You could take your mouse pad. <laughs> pom pom. Mugs, admit it. Just admit it. You did something. You tried to play a little mind game with us all, so that you could end up That's with the thing you, you think. wanted. There was no conspiracy behind it. If you want to think mind games and all this stuff, go Johnny, ahead. did he offer you a jacket, Johnny? Postmaster Johnny, did he offer you anything good or no? Uh, I mean, I got a, I got a jacket. Yeah, mugs. Uh, what possessed you to uh, do this in the middle of the show when there's, you know, <laughs> a show at live? It's going on live. Like, you know, why not just plan. put the stuff, you know, for the after show meeting? Because I want to get on air, man. Ah. So because it's a conspiracy, man. All right, I've made an executive decision, Allie. Yeah. You get the pom poms because you're the girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. They'll cover up my love handles nicely. Uh, Jake, you're getting the jacket yeah. since you were born here. And you're a diehard. And you're a diehard. I'm a huge diehard fan. Oh, okay. Who is the goalie uh, in 1992? Jake, Jake, name the goalie in 1992. <laughs> Omar, what do you want? Uh, I'll take whatever Muggs really wants. Okay. You'll get <laughs> the second jacket. Muggs, yep. you get the bag. The stuff came in. Done and done. I don't want it. Okay. We take a break now. Come back. Gay Sports Highlights, your ADD News. Unbelievable what just happened here. In fact, you know what? What's the You want the King's jacket so badly? Call it 20. <laughs> right now, oh, 800-520-1067, you'll get the King's jacket that Muggs wanted. Now it is part of the on-air show. Now it's part of the show. You made it onto the show. Cool. You Good came job, up with a I never said I didn't do anything for the show again, then. Call her 20. <laughs> Muggs' jacket is yours. If you're a King's fan, I'll get you one question. Diehards only. Diehards only. That's what the King's wanted. And you can have Muggs' jacket. Hey, Omar. Who's yeah, all time? Yeah, 1992, I got it. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Finally. All right, we'll get back to your music in a second. But right now, Muggs wants this King's jacket that arrived here today. We decided let's give it to a listener. But we'll do one question, Muggs, since you know a lot about the history of the Kings. Alfred North Hollywood will give you a chance to uh, battle uh, Muggs. One question only. All right, you ready for this? Alfred? Oh, yeah. All right, you Kings fan? Big Kings fan right here. Okay. Uh, well, here's your question. You just get one question, then we'll give this away and move on. we got ADD News to get to a lot more show. Um, All right. What city does the uh, Los Angeles Kings call home? Wait a minute. I thought, first of all, that's a stupid question. Alfred? Uh, city? Uh, Los Angeles. That's correct. Mugs? Here's your question. That's a true diehard fan since the 90s. That's a diehard fan. Oh, watch this. What was the equipment manager's name in 1973? Watch, that's the question I'm going to get. That's the question I'm going to get. a stupid question. I'll never ask that. Well, the question you, you like... just asked is stupid. Here we go. Who is the king known as the great king of Ireland from October 25th of 19... Excuse me, 1760 until his death in 1820? Your mom. Okay, that's not correct. We I feel like, like you're not taking this seriously, we were much, looking which for means you don't really want the jacket. You're not a true Kings not fan. Not a Kings dude. fan, dude. Wow. Everyone knows King George the Third. Oh. Congrats, so, Alfred. Alfred, you're going to get that Kings jacket. That's yours now. All right, thank you. You're very thank welcome. You. That's right. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Mugs, he said thank you. <laughs> yeah, I heard we're going to get Mugs a King of Ireland sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> you're ADD News next on Carol. Right. Uh, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Let's find out what's going on in the world together. We kick off a brand new hour of the show. And remember, you're listening for uh, Garbage Song. That'll get you into your uh, next pair of tickets to sold out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Her wife is probably cheating on her right now. No, she's not. Okay, so 
I don't know how much truth there is to this story. I hope that it's not true. But this is making the rounds, and apparently there are enough people that have seen it firsthand for it to be a thing. And I like to imagine that we as humans have some standards and morals, especially when it comes to etiquette at Disneyland. But I'll just play this, and you be the judge. According to several posters on Reddit, people have seen human feces while waiting online for Star Wars rides, such as Rides of the Resistance and other attractions. In 2015, a couple of former cast members who used to work as custodial workers at Disney themed parks said that it's quite a common sight for them to see not only horse crap but human crap as well while they cleaned up several installations near the attractions so the lines to the chocolate factory right thank you (laughs) they could just embrace it but it's the fact that these lines are getting so long that people don't want to i mean and and to be fair going to the bathroom at disneyland can be a quite an ordeal finding the right one and then you have to wait in line and that whole thing but I genuinely hope that people are not doing this and that this is just one of those rumors. I find it hard to believe because I've seen a kid spill a drink there and they've got that that happy, magical cleaning crew there within 14 seconds. Like, right. they're very on top of it, spills and messes and stuff. But I I do... I Listen, if you're in a long line and you waited an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, to do and you got to go and you're afraid... I mean, you would think you'd make friends enough with the people in the line that someone could hold your place. But I also don't even know where you'd have the any sort of privacy to do that in line in any way, shape, or form. I, I couldn't imagine the lines are your... your Person yeah, to person. but I mean, if you can find like you know an area that they're working on, like the junk, the um, the treehouse, something like that. Maybe it's under construction. People aren't really going over there. You just pop a quick squat over there. Sounds like you've been planning. I can see where where there would be opportunity. I think but you've I would, done it in the past. No, and I also, not at Disneyland. Not at Disneyland. Disneyland. I did it once, but yeah. also you would get. Uh, I believe because they're pretty. Uh, they like to hand out that band for life thing. And uh, that's a tough place. You get banned for life from Disney. That is... Well, and I had no idea, but apparently, if you have to pee or whatever in line, you can get a cast member to hold your place in line for you and wait for you while you go to the bathroom and come back. Why don't you go get lunch and dinner? Dude, exactly. So you're going to the bathroom. Just take care of a bunch of other stuff while you're there. You probably could go get something to eat. Who's going to Disneyland just by themselves? Are there that many people? Why would like they? Usually you go with somebody, you know what I mean? And they can hold right, the line. Right, and they and can, can wait. Do a right, yeah. exactly. But there are a lot of Disney adults who go. I've waited in line next to people who are by themselves and they got a million pins on and it's their like daily life. I mean, the story checks right. out because if you're the kind of person that is going to do that in line at Disney, you then do you're a see, diehard weird. But you also you know. seem like the kind of person that probably like lives alone. Like I would imagine like you're not. They don't have people to impress yeah, in their like, lives. Yeah, they don't have anyone to let them know like, hey, that is uncouth. But I, I would once again believe this to be internet rumor more than that's reality. What I, that's what I'm hoping. Even for. those horses. I, I'll tell you, I've never seen those, those horses in the parade that uh, the crap sometimes on Main Street or whatever. They uh, That stuff is gone within 14, before it even hits the ground. Yeah. That stuff is gone. Well, there's like a person following them, Following basically. them. It's a good Which job I wish right we there. all had that. All right, Klein, I believe that you drafted AI crime in the crime draft this year, and I have a big one for you. You have points for this officially. Here we go. This Fantasy case crime draft. specifically happened at a high school in New Jersey, but they think that this is happening in many places nationally and that it's a growing problem. This case specifically, um, it was so it was at this high school in New Jersey and going around in a group chat were AI generated adult photos of some of the students. And again, nobody took these photos. They weren't actual nudes. 
they were passed around, generated by AI. And then eventually the faculty got wind of it, and then they had to notify the parents and all this stuff. And again, this is something that is going to be more and more common because AI is really fun and inventive and wow, it's going to change the world and save all these companies a bunch of money, but it's also really easy to exploit people I and just this, to make nudes in general. This is a good thing because if... What? Eventually, not, not for that high school, obviously, but in general, I think it's a good thing because eventually when you do accidentally have your real nudes leaked, hacked, whatever, you can just be like, AI, not me. That's AI. That's the future. Oh, I see. It's a built-in excuse now because once it's everywhere, then everyone just goes, "Who? what's real anymore? Yeah, I guess the, it's really easy now. You could take a picture. I could take a picture of Ali's face, for instance, and I could put it in one of these AI nude generators. And oh, I could, my God. I bet I'd look great. And I can decide how I want you to look, what I want you to be doing, and it will, like, cool. churn out an image right away. I want to do it. I want to see what hot oh, me can do. Careful with what you say. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Ali's wishing for this. No, so no. have at it. Uh, Pictures of her face currently up at Klein Alley Show on no, Instagram. No, just have me do, like, empowering things, like go to the moon. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be happening. No one's going to, even AI can't fathom that. All right. You have made fun of me many times about my ketchup mustard combo that I swear by. I call it catch turd. Um, and I just want to prove that ketchup hybrids are a thing, not necessarily mustard ketchup yet, but Heinz has just announced that they are launching a pickle ketchup, and apparently the reviews are amazing, and they say if you regularly ask for pickles on a burger, this is a great replacement because it does feel like you've got pickles and ketchup all in the same little sauce. So it's big sauce news. But there's a warning, so you don't end up, well, in a pickle. There Thank you go. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> this is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, what's going on Tuesday morning? K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. I'm Klein, there's Alley. Hi. To reintroduce you to the people on the show, DJ Omar Khan on the ones and twos. Hello. He is a professional wedding DJ extraordinaire. He's been to thousands of weddings this hour. He'll break down some of the greatest trends and the trends you should avoid. He says he saw something this weekend he's never before seen at a wedding. Yeah, and he highly crazy. recommends against it. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll get to that later this hour in uh, Wedding Trends with DJ Omar Khan. We got uh, Postmaster Johnny back there taking the calls at 800-520-1067. There's Jake the Nerd right there. Look at Jake the Nerd. Fact checker extraordinaire. Big gets a, Kings fan. Gets a huge <laughs> Kings fan now. And, and Beer Mug is running around all angry, understandably. Vanessa taking the calls as well in the back room. We got lots to get to this hour on the show, including a round of clickbait. We will uh, get that encore, gay sports highlights, including the new stuff that happened in the Chargers game last night. Nice win for the Chargers. And uh, old people's secrets. All um, stuff planned this hour on the show. 714, I worked at Disney, and this actually does happen in lines for attractions. There is no excuse. It's disgusting and so disrespectful. And I know Dude. people are dirty, and, and I'm compassionate, but come the F on. That's from someone How who used to no work at Disney. How come there's videos of this? Well, apparently there's physical evidence. That is crazy. You don't think it's uh, service dogs or... I mean, it's interesting that we're blaming people because they're in line, and I... It's funny you mention a service dog because 323 said I was at Disneyland yesterday and I saw a service dog crapping all up and down Main Street. So there you go. Maybe that's it. I mean, I'm lo I'd love to give humans the benefit of the doubt here, but I guess... I would really love to. I guess we can't. Especially Disney. I mean, Disney's not... Let's be honest. It's not like anyone's just walking in there. It's not a cheap ticket. Usually there's some planning that goes on. I'd like to think that places humanity at its best, not humanity at its worst. Jeez. But what do I think the air, that's what the airplanes are for. Yeah, that's for all of our worst behavior. Yeah, it's like if you're well behaved, you go to Disney. If you're poorly behaved, go to the airport. <laughs> Whatever, I'm shocked. Here we go. Uh, just did a little show with these guys. 
at the Roxy. It was only a month ago. Man, oh man. Our friends, the 1975, to kick off a brand new hour here at K-Rock. All right, it's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Get to uh, some wedding trends that are going on. If you have a wedding that you are planning right now, maybe there's one you're going to, here's some stuff you can look for. Omar is putting together a master list of all of the things he has seen, including something he says he saw this weekend for the first time that he would highly recommend you avoid doing. Want to listen to this? I'm sure we will uh, get to that coming up shortly. But as you know, Chargers got a nice little win last night, and... Um, Allie's always feels bad when she puts together the gayest sports highlights because not only does she... I don't get to include the Monday night games usually when I do it on Monday morning because they haven't happened yet, but I decided to give the game last night a special listen because there were some moments that Joe Buck gave us that I think are worth highlighting. So uh, here you go. Perhaps you missed it. This includes the Chargers now and everything else that has happened. It is Allie's patent pending gayest sports football highlights of the week. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. Protected. Got a man, and that's Gibson. Brotherly shove time. They shoves him in by two yards. These guys gravitate towards him for a reason. Wilson was loose with the ball, and that ball came out. The wave has broken out here in Frankfurt. He goes deep near midfield, and he goes crashing into game. Mafe was there to strip it. You called it, and you were dead right. He is long. At the Houston Center for Contemporary craft. That was well crafted. Well, there's a huddle of zebras inside the five. What are they discussing? And slides in the tunnel to finish. And then there's a snowflake without snow. This young man is special. Oh, oh what, happened? what happened? Where's the end of it? Oh, oh premature. That's the end. Here are the gayest <laughs> sports highlights from the week. It's never no, happened it's to me before. <laughs> All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It's hard to believe it, but uh, you know, yesterday both of us got a happy holiday said to us, and already it's going to be time to start wrapping up. 2023, year in review, blah, blah, blah. And then you got the um, look ahead at what we can expect in 2024. There's a lot of wedding trends that are happening. Omar is on the front yeah. lines. Every weekend, that guy's at at least two weddings, sometimes more. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I work a lot. It's nonstop. And people are getting married every day of the week because sometimes it'll be like a Wednesday and Omar's like, yo, I got to cut out after the meeting. I- I'm going to go do a wedding. In, uh, that is true. In, yeah. uh, where the hell did you, Bakersfield? Where the hell did you drive from? Uh, this one was in Gorsco, like one hour uh, north of Fresno. It was in Gorskold, California. Jesus. And it's like... Yeah. And, and no one's even, uh, I mean, I know you're a DJ for hire. You will travel for mm-hmm. job, but it is interesting yep. that they're like, I'm like, don't they have any plan? Don't they ever think about anyone else who's going to this wedding when they're like, let's do it on Wednesday evening in Fresno? Aren't they thinking that <laughs> it's probably not going to be good for most people? Yeah, but I mean, they put everybody, everybody was staying at this uh, casino out there and they had a pool and stuff. They had a good time. You know, everybody kind of like, you know, took a couple of day, days off. Not a bad idea. Yeah, that's the thing is you're kind of forcing the people that you love to take a vacation. And when yeah. I did a destination wedding even though it wasn't like a super exotic destination people were like dude i've you know i t- we took the week off and some people road tripped it they had a great time so we like to ask omar from time to time to let us know yeah. what are the big trends that uh, are going on because maybe you're planning a wedding or you're going to a wedding and this is the kind of stuff because everyone wants to do something a little different so to totally. break it down right now the man who's been to more weddings than anyone else i know he's been to thousands dj omar khan yeah, for sure. And I'll end with one that I think you definitely don't want to do, but I have a couple of here, and I just want to get your opinions on this. Uh, some are going to be more uh, cost-friendly, and some of them are going to be a little 
you know you're going to spend money on this. The number one thing I want to bring to you is the standard photo booth is kind of going away because a lot of people are finding that cheesy. You just, you know, have the little photo, uh, you know, the, the, the camera there, and then you got a cheesy background. So what Yeah, and then you got, like, the do- weird props sometimes where it's, like, a foam right. hat and, like, a little sign that says, I do, or whatever. Exactly. So that's kind of getting played out. So what people are doing now is that they're creating, a, like, a photo booth space with, like, a fancy car or fancy couch. I mean, they Whoa. do it up to the nines. It, it, it's, like, a whole, like, mini set within the wedding venue. It's, it's pretty cool. Huh. So, so I, no longer yeah. okay to just hold up a giant cardboard mustache and uh, nope. smile when you get all drunk. But and I look like, better in those. People, no, I, I, feel like, I feel like that was a big business for a while. People were like, I'm investing in photo booths. You, you spend $1,000, yep. you make your money back in one wedding, and then it's nothing but profit. And then for I've the seen rest. some of them have those 360 ones. Oh, those were around. a big thing, too. And then I think yeah, those got yeah. played out. Yeah, people totally. are very vain. It's really interesting to think about it. Like, we all know what we look like, but it is interesting that every time you go anywhere, it's like, come on, let's get more pictures of ourselves. Yeah, but yeah. I also think Instagram has completely changed the game. And that totally makes sense then that you're doing, like, essentially a pop up Instagram spot, you know, yeah. or it's like the ice cream museum. You have to be able to take photos that are worth posting. Now, another thing that's uh, going by the wayside is the guest book. Now, you know, typically, you know, you have a guest book and guests come to your wedding and they write a nice message for you, right? Now, what they have is uh, old-fashioned looking telephone so you could actually record your message to the bride and groom. However... I've seen this kind of get complicated with the old folk because oh, yeah. they think it's a real phone. Yeah, and they're oh. like, who am I talking to? <laughs> right. Pizza. You Pizza. Know? Yeah. There's this God, take me now. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's pretty cool if you explain it to your guests, I guess, but some of the old people get a little confused on what they're supposed to do. So it's an audio message that you are leaving to the people getting married so in 10, 20 years they can play back and be like, I can't believe we were friends with this loser. And right. Like, hey, exactly. wish you all the best. Uh, you guys, yep, yep. Uh, you're too good for him and that Man, whole thing. I never Never know what to write on those things, let alone say in a voicemail. I, I, I don't. I, I just don't. I, I avoid them. I don't like any evidence I was ever there. I yeah, to, I, but I, I think I, there's a lot of pressure to do something creative. Like we did puzzle pieces. It was like a bit. I forget what it. What the hell? When people wrote something on the back of the puzzle piece. Yeah, it was like everybody wrote something on a puzzle oh. piece, and then it created a puzzle. I can't remember what the puzzle even made, but it's still in a bag under a under our bed. You haven't put it together. Nope. It's going to be your wonky ovaries. <laughs> That's where you put it together. I'd be like, oh, this is Ali's wonky fallopian tubes yeah, or whatever they are. Yeah, it's my cervix, actually. Another trend that I think is pretty cool is that, you know, uh, so, you know, uh, traditionally you have your groomsmen and you have your bridesmaids. Now that's all gone by the wayside. If you want to have a groomswoman or a bridesman, they go for it. You know what I mean? Cool. I see that all the time, which I think is perfect. You know, in, in today's culture, I don't think, you know, you should be handcuffed to just have guys or ladies in your wedding party. Yeah. So that, I think that's pretty cool. But what Another if cool- uh, I'm trying to F with my buddy and I say to him, hey, you're not going to be my best man. You're going to be my bride's man. And then I force him to dress, I mean, uh, to wear a dress. That's, that's a classic uh, prank there, dude. That's I great. I, I'm I all for it. it dude. Uh, sorry, that. you lost fantasy football this season. You're going to be the, you're gonna be the <laughs> you're bride's the, man. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, totally. Rules is rules. I like that. Another one. cool... Yeah, another cool thing is that you guys know uh, back in the day, everybody would set those disposable cameras on the tables and everybody would just take terrible pictures and when you would get them processed, none of them came out. Yeah, my sister did that. Yeah, and it's pointless. I did that too, and I think I got like maybe one usable uh, thing back, and it, it was all terrible. Really? Now what people huh. are doing is that you get a, a personalized QR code, and you put it, uh, the QR code on the table, so everybody scans that code, and whatever pictures people are taking with their smartphones, it automatically gets shared to oh, this cool. link, Whoa. and then the bride and groom get a- instant access to it. I think that's pretty nice. Cool.
Trends, wedding trends upcoming. Omar says he saw something that he'll get to in a moment that is the worst thing he's ever seen. He recommends you do not do it, but these are all things yeah. that will be happening in 2024 at any wedding you go to. I got two more that are really cool, and then I'll get to the one that I do not recommend. Uh, the next one is going to be the bride changing into a party dress that is appropriate to get down on the dance floor so you're not mm-hmm. tripping over your big, fancy wedding dress. I think that's a super cool move. And then also the late-night snack. Like around 10 p.m., if your wedding's going to end at like midnight, like around 10 p.m., have a late-night snack. Have some burgers, have a p- some pizza delivered, and that's going to keep you guys sobered up and ready to hit the dance floor, and people are going to party all night because they're going to get that little second uh, burst of energy with the late night snack that you offer. Yeah, now. it needs to be like a drunk food, like, yeah, like macaroni Absolutely. and cheese in a cup or something. Or like even yeah. bacon. I think, were you, Omar, were you saying you went to a wedding that had the bacon-wrapped hot dog guys outside? Oh, yeah. yeah that, oh, that's right. That's a yep. great, that, like, that's such a great touch because you think about it, of all the things that cost money and everything costs way too it's much money. It's so expensive to add the late night snack. Yeah, we but, didn't But, but if you have, if you get a couple of bacon-wrapped hot dog carts outside, it's probably the cheapest thing oh. you're wedding. And every single person will be like, that's awesome. And it's probably the one thing they'll remember from the whole wedding. Right. Totally. Totally. Okay. Now for the big no-no. Uh, I DJed this wedding uh, over the weekend and every, every table had this big bottle of liqueur and it was a, I think it was like a Vietnamese wedding. And so I I thought the bottle of you know the late liquor was like some sort of wine or something from from Vietnam, and I asked the wedding coordinator, "Hey, what are people drinking all over the place?" And then she says to me, she says that they're bottles of Hennessy. <gasps> and I'm like, "What? Oh my god! Every every table had their own every bottle." Table- Every table had their own bottle, and then they had a supply to replenish that. And at at the point where I asked the wedding coordinator, she's like, yeah, all the extra bottles are gone, too. (gasps) So people were just downing this stuff like water, taking shots and everything. And I thought it was like, you know, an alcoholic beverage that was lower in uh, proof, right? No, not the case with Hennessy. Not the case with Hennessy. So at the end of the night, I mean, people were just falling over on the (laughs) dance floor. And when the party was over, I went to go uh, take a tinkle before. I loaded up my gear. Mm -hmm. There was barf in two of the urinals. And currently, while I was was trying to go number one, there was somebody uh, puking in the next stall. So not a good idea to provide everybody Hennessy. Yeah, there's plenty of booze. You don't need to give more reason. Like there, you can obviously I can see a bottle of wine at the table, so people sure. don't have to get up. But, but my but, god! But, but but I mean, this, like, everyone's doing so much binge drinking anyway. You don't need to yeah. help them. You definitely don't need the bottle of Hennessy. Especially you know, at a wedding. A wedding you let loose. You know, you don't. You you really don't have a lot of self control there. You know, what I mean? you're just no. going to drink it because it's there. Yeah. We were talking about wedding trends yesterday, and Vanessa threw one into the uh, equation that I had never heard of before. But she was trying to convince us that this is a wedding trend. And Omar, I don't think you were even on the call. I think that you were gone by the time she she talked about this. Vanessa, what is the wedding trend you claim is going on now? I saw it online. The bride w- told the broom that it was okay for him to have sex with the bridesmaid. Oh. Now, we said to uh, Vanessa, we think she watched a porn accidentally. Yeah, totally. And she's yeah, like, yeah, no, 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 this, yeah. this is a trend. And we're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? A trend in porn. I want to make sure that we're not (laughs) mishearing you. You believe a trend is what again, Vanessa? I saw this online that the bride Uh let the groom have sex with the bridesmaid. Was it on www.pornhub.com? Where did you find this online? New York Post. And 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 this is a trend you believe? It was a New York or, porn. Not or a trend. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. It was just a specific bride. I hope you were in incognito mode when you looked it up. Yeah. Oh my we, God. Did you do that on your? Would you do computer? the same thing, Vanessa? 
No. That's a wild. That's wild to think uh, all these things. By the way, very expensive. And if you're oh, the bridesmaid, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a. I wanna <laughs> Do be a, I get a choice? I want to be the bridesman now. Yeah. I don't want this anymore. Well, there you have it. Trends. You can inc- incorporate as many of those as you want to, including very that last formative. one for sure. Thanks, Omar. It's Kara. Yeah. What is the one skill you can have that is sexier than any possible physical trait? We will get to that and more when we break through the internet in this exciting edition of Clickbait. Here we go. Bait. Internet design, two reasons, two reasons only. Clickbait, masturbate. We can only do one of them on the radio. So let's get right to it. Allie, I ask you some questions. Jake, feel free to join us on this edition of Clickbait. We start with this question. This, According to experts, this is the most impactful decision you will make in your entire life. Of all of the decisions you could make in your life, think about them, married, kids, job, whatever. They claim that if you look at every decision you will make, making this decision will prove to be the most impactful decision you make in your entire life. The internet has the answers. What say you? We start with Allie. I would say where you're going to live. Are you going to stay in the town that you grew up in? Right. Or are you going to branch out and start a new life somewhere else? I mean, that really changes the trajectory of a person's life. Ali claims where you decide to live is the most impactful decision you will make your entire life. Jake the Nerd, what say you? Uh, like how much money you decide to start saving, like you know, putting your 401k. All right, saving up. Omar, the most impactful decision you will make in your entire life, according to experts, there is one. There's a list of the top five, but there is one that is the most important one you can make. I think when you make the uh, financial decision whether to be a, especially nowadays, to be a uh, lifelong renter or to become a homeowner. Ah. All right. Allie, your guess is not even on the list anymore. <laughs> Doesn't exist. There is one important. financial one here, but they claim that... The top three are choosing who you marry slash if you marry. Okay, well, duh. Well, you didn't say that. So I it's... thought that, all right. Yeah, you think like it's going to be something tricky. Yeah, I guess I don't want to go with the obvious. Prioritizing <laughs> your health is... Okay, skip. That, that's the one. What do you mean, skip? They're skip. saying that's the most important thing, making decisions nope. that will... It's boring, but that's what they're saying. Yeah, it's... whatever. All right, whatever is said by someone who's not prioritizing their health. <laughs> okay, well, they're... <laughs> All right, what she said, that's uh, not the expert Yummy, right yummy, Cheetos. Moving on. Clickbait, we go to the next one. Clickbait. All right, we'll do this one. Uh, on average, this is how many gatherings you're going to go to this holiday season. If you think you're going to a lot, they oh. talk to thousands of Americans, ch- came up with a number, and this is how many that the average person will go to. And I assume this includes family stuff, work stuff, and just impromptu stuff. stuff. Yeah, friends pop-ins, are in town, pop-ins. Because I, I think there's probably two to three expected ones, and then two to three unexpected ones that happen. Yeah. Uh, so the, this the average person will attend this. I think this is like just in the month of December alone. By the way, I think this it's is, five. Oh, this is five. Uh, Jake the nerd. I think maybe you get invited to five, but you go to two and a half. All right, Omar Khan. Yeah, I'm going to say you're going to go to one. God. One. That's so sad. What a dream world. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Ali uh, hit it right on the head. Really? Five different gatherings this holiday season the average person will be at. And uh, we go to this one next. It's clickbait on K-Rock. This skill 
is, according to experts now, sexier than any physical trait. So you may think, God, I do not have a good-looking face. I think about that when I look in the mirror. But if I have this skill, it won't matter because having this skill is now deemed sexier than any physical trait you may or may not possess. I think someone who's really, really good at small talk, whether right. it's with coworkers or wait staff or whatever, if you've got that charm with the small talk, it's very sexy. Now says small talk, Omar Khan. I'm going to guess uh, juggling. If you're a really good juggler, I mean, it's good. High-hand eye coordination. You're good oh with God. Like, what can they do with their hands yeah. other than toss oh these balls God. around? Juggling <laughs> is the most important thing. So many jugglers are getting laid left and right. Uh, Jake, you got a real guess here? I got a real guess, and I think it's spot on. Is that it's What did you say? Hold on. Do we have to dump out what? of that? Did you just curse? I don't think so. I think I just slurred. Okay, All right. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's spot on. Is uh, fixing things around the house. Oh. Not being handy. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, good, good guess. According to the experts here, uh, it's not about your physical traits. Come on, juggling. The one skill that is sexier than any physical trait is financial responsibility. Ah. They say financial responsibility and intimacy are equally important when evaluating a partner's compatibility and financial responsibility can make you. Once again, doesn't sound sexy, yeah. but, th- but that's their way of saying rich. Like, they're saying financially responsible, but what they're really that saying is... That just means a rich person because rich. I consider myself financially responsible and let me promise you it's not hot to my wife at no, all. No, it's not hot to anyone. We're all equally turned off. Thanks. So take that as an early <laughs> takeaway for today's show. We'll get to your takeaways. We'll wrap things up. Remind you what song you're listening for if you'd like to go to the sold-out Acoustic Christmas. We'll do it all next on K-Rock. All right. Thanks, Green Day. We're going to get out of here. If you need us, uh, find us on the socials, Klein Alley Show. The great Nicole Alvarez will be in the studio in moments. You'll be listening for Garbage Song, number one crush. It's going to happen around noon. And uh, be sure to call when you hear it, 800-520-1067, so we can get you into the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. It's going to be a good time, and we'd love you to be there. Welcome to the Chocolate Factory! Man, that's, the I think, the number one takeaway on the text line right now. A lot of people welcoming us to the Chocolate Factory. If you don't know what that is at all, recommend you download and listen to the entire show while you're doing that. You can subscribe, you can comment, you can rate. We appreciate all of it. You may not think it helps at all, but it sure does. Keeps mm-hmm. us employed for at least another day, which we'll take. All right, I'm just going to sift through more Chocolate Factory takeaways to get to 818, who said my takeaway is just offer SAG after a good cheeseburger and this strike will be over. Man, my negotiating skills are not great. (laughs) Sue Six, my takeaway is never rob anyone that's throwing tea. Yeah, if you're throwing tea or sipping tea, you should not be robbed. In fact, anyone with a hot beverage in general, I would say just go with someone without a beverage. Yeah. Hot beverage is a great, great weapon. I agree. Uh, Muggs, you're in the studio right now. What is your takeaway? My takeaway is is that Jake is a diehard Kings fan. He That's is. That's right. He I is. Man, you don't know anything about the Kings because you were 0 for 1 on your questions today. Uh, Jake, you got a takeaway. Oh, yeah. Allie's Bacar impression is spot on. It is. Spot on. Allie will be uh, playing the Acoustic Christmas this year with Bacar. Anyway, man, to hell and back to uh, You got a takeaway, Omar? Uh, yeah, my takeaway is that Ellie's shirt size is tarp. <laughs> tarp. <laughs> yep. Four to six person tarp. That mm-hmm. is the perfect size Extra for large or tarp, Allie. Yeah. All right, we're nice. going to get out of here. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow and attempt to do it better. Uh, and I believe, yeah, there she is. Nicole Evers will be in here in just a few moments. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock, 90s at noon and all that good stuff. Omar, take us away. <laughs> That they, they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um
Uh, they say time flies when you're having fun, so clearly that last podcast episode felt like it took an eternity. Congratulations. Here's your prize. It's more of us. We're just here to say thanks for spending some time listening to the show. Downloading means a lot to us. Obviously, hopefully you subscribed at this point. And, spoiler alert, we're live on the radio. That's right. It's like what podcast did before there was podcast. Yeah, and if you haven't already, subscribe and leave a review because it really helps us out. And now, probably a commercial. Nope. It's a... Oh, you're right. It's a commercial. Damn you, Madison Avenue. Damn you, delicious products that we'll probably purchase. She's a bitch. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.